Konnichiwa! Podcast no episode Raku Ayakoza. Watashi no Namai Jordan, Soshikoro Wesa. Soshi Eddie. Sorry! Like you were, you were sitting on that one, wasn't you? <laughs> I was. Was yeah. that genuine? <laughs> you learned the Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I do you know, I'm, that's, that's class, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> At first I felt like, oh, he's doing a, ra- he's being racist. <laughs> He's legitimately learned legitimately how to introduce the podcast yeah. in Japanese. So what, what is the translation? What did you say? Oh, just hello, welcome to the podcast. Episode 6 of the podcast. Okay. I'm Jordan, I'm with Sam and Eddie. Well, you've set a precedent now. Have I? Well, I'm going to have to learn some different language. <laughs> yeah. By no, the time we record the next one. Why Japanese? <laughs> Why Japanese? Yeah. I don't know. I just thought, like, what's the most, like... Cause if I Careful. Just... No, no, <laughs> no, you, no. The thing is, it was fairly well done. It's like, no, it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's, I feel like if it was just like Spanish, it wouldn't have the same effect as. No, I think what because you started saying it, so my brain instantly went right. He's being, he's just kookily starting by being a bit, you know, ra- racialist. Yeah. And then I thought, right, no, but he's, he's sticking to it. <laughs> and it doesn't seem like gibberish. Like it's got... No, it's a legit. Stri- okay, so, and then I clicked, oh, he's generous. Because you were saying it as well, like, I memorized this. I've got to get out now. I can't be interrupted. Yeah. I can't, you know. But, yeah. So it's like, oh, he's, he's learned that. Yeah. Him. Apologies okay. um, if anyone does speak Japanese and I spotted the pronunciation. Of I don't think anyone listening to us speaks Japanese. Well, you never Yet. know. Yes, yeah. yes, you know, yeah. you gotta, you gotta think, think big, think to the pan Asian. We're yeah. gonna appeal. We're gonna go big in the pan Asian yeah. market. Who knows? Maybe that will be the first step. What? Like, oh, get big in Tokyo. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hash the first, it on like, uh, Twitter. The first like thirty seconds of this, however long, like two hour podcast, yes. is in my language. Yeah. This, this podcast must now be, you know, <laughs> the, the we must listen well, to it over here. I'm sure they'll relate to our rant about diversity politics in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, like, we were talking earlier about, like, people, obviously, like, when they talk Welsh. Mm, yeah. And, like, you know, you don't really, you're not really, supr- like, since I've been here, you're not really surprised if someone knows Welsh. No. They tell me. And I genuinely sat there and was like, if Jordan's known Japanese and I haven't known for the <laughs> yeah. last, like, six years. I'll be honest, it, it would surprise me if, if it turned out that Jordan spoke Japanese, but not in, like, a big way. Not, not in any particular way. It's like, yeah, it seems like the kind of thing you would do. Secretly learn Japanese. <laughs> um, oh, that's fair enough. Is Sega Japanese? It is actually, yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah, are, you tr- are you trying to find a segue? I was trying to find a segue. Yeah, okay. fair enough. Yeah. Right. I feel like I've, I've done two really good segues on a trot, to be fair. Yeah. What was like, the last one? The last one, it was you were talking about buying cigarettes in Europe. And then I said... Um, oh, and you made that... You said I made the Brexit. Brexit yes, okay. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I'm doing all right uh, segue-wise. Yeah. Well, no pressure. It's not like you need to, from now no. on, only do good segues. No, I'll do... My next segue will be in Cantonese. <laughs> okay. Um, the, so the Sonic... The new Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Yes, the second one. The first one that included the, the brand new redesign. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now, George, you are a lifelong Sonic fan, aren't I you? I am. It's kind of the only fandom I have left, I think. Right, okay. Um, what with... I think Transformers, I just kind of, like, stopped. I didn't, yeah. like, outgrow it, because I I think it was the Michael Bay films where I started to take an interest, so I was... Right. You started to take an interest with Michael Bay But that's Bay when films. it got shit. No, that's the thing. I had no idea Transformers was a thing prior to that. Oh, so okay. In that way, they kind of served their... You best. must have known Transformers robots in disguise. You must yeah, have maybe, known. but yeah. not as, like... Just, oh, it's one of those things that's just out there. Yeah, you know? Toys. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty certain I had a Transformer toy as a kid. I don't think I had one, but I certainly, you know, whenever you would watch Fox mm. Kids or whatever, 
Or the adverts would be for toys, wouldn't yeah. they? Mm. Well, I never had I never had Sky when I was younger. It wasn't until right. I was a teenager where I, we had like more than the, the, the yes. four channels you get on yeah. British TV. I don't think I did, but my grandparents had Sky. Okay. So I used to go there after school and watch. Yeah, my gra- my grand had Sky when I was younger. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember my- when that first started. I remember going with my uncle to Newport because he was installing it for someone and it was like a brand new thing. Oh, okay. Oh, God, that must have been like... Six, seven? Yeah, when did Sky come out? I have no idea. It was a while back, though. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, but anyway, back to... Yeah. Well, I was just saying, with yeah. Transformers, that's kind of uh, my interest in that ended. Mm. As with wrestling, I just kind of stopped wrestling. Yeah. And Doctor Who is a different story. But Are uh, those your four pillars of fandom? Uh, I Yeah, I think so. Okay. Obviously, I was like, when I was younger, I was into different stuff. But you are when you're younger. Yeah. Like, I think, like, up until I was, like, 10, Thomas the Tank was, like, my biggest... <laughs> Interest. Okay. I mean, you never slag off Thomas the Tank Engine. No, no, no. Um, I used to be able when I. Was, a wheel runner train on your ass. Uh, there you go. <laughs> when I was a when a toddler, I used to be able to just recite Thomas episodes by heart. Really? Yeah. The narration, the character, everything about. I used him. to be able. I memorized all the the hundred and fifty original Pokemon. Yes. I used to know the order of all and recite okay, that. You, you that don't my, anymore. Not anymore. I know it starts with Barbasaur and Barbasaur. Barbasaur and it ends with Mew. Okay. But I can't know. I can't. Yeah, that always confused me. The Mewtwo wasn't the final. Mewtwo and Mew, yeah. yeah. But it's better rhythmically, isn't it? Mewtwo I suppose, yeah. Um, yeah, that was my party trick. Okay. Now it's naming every country in the world, ah, which right. I might do on a future podcast. <laughs> Just list off every country yeah. in the world. Um, so those were your four pillars of fandom. Yes, probably. I don't think anyone would self-identify as one, but if you're being honest... Would you say that you're a fanboy of any of those things? Define a fanboy to me, because I've always been a bit... A fanboy? I Because yeah. there's, well, there's, I mean, there's like an image of a fanboy. When yeah. you say fanboy, people think of a very specific... Yeah. Are you, in, are you in a Sonic subreddit? No. Well, a fanboy, I would say, or fangirl, isn't it? It was someone who, who takes a disproportionate interest in the thing of which they're a fan. Yes. Do you have like, a poster becomes... Sonic on your wall? No, I don't. It becomes part of their identity. Yeah. I and have, they will defend it against any criticism. Yes. I have Sonic figurines, but they were bought for me as a present. I didn't ask for them. Yeah. Okay. And um, you, you can't currently see the blue hair he's sporting in their favourite no, no. <laughs> So it's and fine. The shoes and all that. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think Sonic, the original Sonic on the Genesis or Mega Drive, whichever mm-hmm. part of the world you're from, I think that was my first ever video game. And it was drive. Sonic Heroes and Shadow the Hedgehog were kind of the two. Sonic Heroes got me, uh, like, made me interested in gaming. Right. And Shadow the Hedgehog made me a Sonic fan. Okay. So those are kind of the three games that sort of chart my journey into... See, when I was a kid, I had the SNES. I didn't have Sega. Right, okay. Like that. It's usually one or the other, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, so Super Mario was uh, my thing. I'm not a fan of it, but no. that was, def- when I was that age, definitely my game. That and Bomberman. Yeah. And there was another game, I can't remember the name of it, maybe you can look it up. Um it's like you're a you're a red circle with sunglasses and you're on like a beach. Oh, um the spot or something? Something like that. It's a seven up tie in game. That's right. But I can't remember I think it's just called Cool Spot. I think cool that's right. Cool spot, that's it. Oh that that injected me with nostalgia. Because <laughs> it had a very it had like a um if I'm remembering correctly, it had like a Hawaiian sort of vibe to the music, yes. you know? Yeah, Eddie's just got it up now. Oh no, it was it was either Hawaiian or it was like Beach Boysy surf it's surfing definitely, music. Yeah, it's it's definitely Beach Boysy. Yeah, 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 surfing music. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. It's interesting, a lot of um 
because with the trailer, obviously, you had a lot of people doing reactions, and so a lot of people are sort of saying, like, oh, this is my relationship to Sonic. A story I hear a lot is people who owns like, Nintendo consoles, like yeah. they own the SNES or whatever, and they go to their friend's house, and their friend was the one who had right. the Sega console. Okay. So they would get Sonic in, like, short bursts, right. but it, like, sort of caught their attention. Okay. But, yeah, so when the first trailer was released and they unveiled the design yes. for Sonic, yes. there was widespread criticism Oh yes, um, in the online community. Yes. Um, on the online community? Doesn't matter. In, I think, in... In the online, yeah, I suppose In the so. online community. Uh, it just doesn't seem right. Uh, because he had human teeth and his eye, it, just, it just didn't look like the Sonic from the games. No, yeah. no. It, it, well, it looked like... Um, it just looked too human, really. It, yeah. it looked like... A blue hedgehog. Yeah, did it? Yeah, but that's kind of the problem. <laughs> a blue hedgehog with human teeth that they, smoke. They yeah. just anthropomorphise the hedgehog as opposed yeah, to... Yeah, but like... they sort of... It's almost like... It's weird. I don't know what it's like for you guys, mm. but for me, it just kind of looked like there's like a guy in that body. Right, know? okay. Like the head is... Obviously, it's not a human head, yeah. but just the body looks very human. It, it, not human necessarily, but it just looked very basic. Like, it just looks like, yeah, that's for an animal, an anthropomorphised hedgehog, yeah. but... It, yeah. There was no uniqueness or kookiness because Sonic has those eyes, doesn't he? That are very close. Yeah, together. yeah. yeah. So and, he's got a couple of um, like iconic yeah. traits. One of them is his sort of singular eye. Right. Uh, yes. He's got two yeah. pupils, but it's like kind of like old Mickey Mouse. Well, no, Mickey Mouse always had two eyes, doesn't he? Yeah, he's all that too. Yeah. Yeah. You get some characters. Um, I suppose it's like Cars almost, where it's sort of like it's one yes. eye, but yeah. they've got two. Yeah. 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 And. Like the the younger Sonic, the one that's always like on the on the classic games, he typically right. was chubbier. But since going into three D, Sonic has always been a very uh, lanky okay. character, and they seem to like almost like beef him up a little bit. Okay, give him like mu- he looks like he's got muscles and right. stuff, and it's just ugh. yeah, I didn't like. But this is interesting because yes, I am a lifelong Sonic fan. Mm-hmm. I've you know played those games all my life. I still follow the franchise to this day. Mm. Whereas you two. Mm have basically no relationship with the character. No, you? None. I had Sonic Heroes mm. on PS2. Yes. Um, it's like I ever really played it. Yeah, but I, I've played a Sonic game, but that is about the extent. Do you remember yeah. which one? Not a clue. Okay. That's, I'm, not, I'm not even a, I'm not a gamer, so I don't have a relationship really to any um, gaming property. Okay. But yeah, no, nothing. I, don't, I remember Sonic... Obviously, you just know about Sonic as a child. Yeah. I remember... In the the video game store in Ponty, Power Games it was called at the time. Yes. I feel like there was a big Sonic mural or artwork or something Maybe. like that. Yeah. Um, because you know him and Mario were the two. Yeah. Most iconic. Oh game yeah, in the nineties it was yeah. it was very much Mario versus Sonic, yeah. Nintendo versus Sega. Yeah. You know? So I I knew of him. I knew it was a hedgehog. I knew that he went quickly. Mm. That's it, really. Yeah. Yeah. I never I never had like any like cousins or anything like no. that that played the games. Yeah. So I'm uh, approaching this film very much as a fan of the original material. And I'm seeing this like first and foremost kind of as an adaptation or as a new interpretation. Whereas mm-hmm. you two would be seeing it just as a film. That's as a film, yeah. 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 But I try and approach things like even things I'm a fan of. I try and approach if there's a film of it. I yes. try and approach it as a film, not as a... You know, I don't judge it on its adherence to the brand. Hmm. I judge it as a yeah. film. Hmm. I'm if I'm a fan of something, as long as it kind of doesn't betray hmm. anything that the original um, established. Yeah, uh, I don't really mind. Okay, know? as long as it doesn't undercut anything. Yeah, because I think we talked about it with El Camino. My mindset was: if this isn't good, 
I, my brain can detach it from Breaking Bad as a property. Yes. Yeah. It is its own thing, you know? Yes. Um, Which would be easier to do with the Sonic movie because El Camino yeah. was canon, whereas this is very much its own thing. Yes. It seems mm-hmm. to have... It seems to just sort of take the the imagery and, like, the, the yeah. stuff you know from Sonic yes. and just put it in a real world yeah. that has nothing to do with anything that's come before. No. You know? Is there a canon in the games? There is, but it's just fucked beyond belief. Okay, okay. It's convoluted. Now, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. it makes no sense. Okay. There's, like, um, like in some of the games, it's on Earth, and there's, like, humans present, and then on other occasions, there's just, like, it's on Sonic's home planet, which is somewhere else entirely, right. and there seems to be no explanation or distinction between the two. Right. There are two characters in the game that have two separate origin stories. Right. Which, from game to game, it seems to switch back and forth as to which one okay. is actually true. Right. Yeah, it's just... Oh, like, in one of the games, they destroy half of the moon, and then in the next game on, it's just fine. Okay. It's never been brought up again. Where is Sonic's planet? Um, I don't know. It's called Mobius. I don't know exactly where okay. it is. is. I don't it... know if it's supposed to be a parallel Earth, or if it's just an Earth-type planet. Right. Okay. Uh, but, but if it, it, it is... It... It is an alien planet. But it's, you said the moon, as in the moon. Oh yeah, Earth's moon. Earth's moon. Yeah. That was set on Earth, is it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so Eddie and I have no relationship really with Sonic. Okay. Other than the furore that has broken out over (laughs) this design. We'll get to what I think about that. Okay. But, uh... I was going to say, it does actually... So I've got a a cousin who, uh, whether he still works in game development, he used to work in game development. Okay. Because I know at some point my mother will see that side of the family. Mm. I should ask him if he's ever, like, worked on a Sonic game. Yeah. Because I, I genuinely have no idea. Yeah. I think, like, I knew he worked on, like, Forza 2. I know that much. Right. But okay. I don't know, like, what else he's worked on. Yeah. he's worked with, like, different companies and stuff. Mm. Okay. So it'd be interesting to find out. Yeah. Yes. So that's... I, I would imagine it's the same for you then, but your knowledge doesn't really extend past... It's now a film about a fast hedgehog that's blue. Yeah, and yeah. Jim Carrey, I recognise the character, whatever his character's called. Dr. Robotnik, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I recognise that from other video games, like uh, yes. M- Mario Party or whatever, where they've got like all the different, there's like a bunch of different characters that they've got on like what one game. Is it, is it the fighting one? Yeah. Smash Brothers. Yeah. 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 Smash yeah. Brothers. He's okay. been in Smash Brothers for the yeah. past like three, I think. Okay. Has. Yeah, I recognise the character from that. Yeah. But he looks nothing like Eggman is the problem. Jim Carrey doesn't Why? Yeah, like okay, right, how? I don't, I don't know, how, how should we best approach this? Like, talk about yeah. the trailer or the idea of the film or the, or the backlash? Let's just talk about the trailer. I think okay, let's, right. let's just start with, with a new trailer. With the new trailer, not with, the old one. No, the new trailer, okay. the one that was released very recently. Yeah. Briefly, right, okay, so the, the first trailer that was released, mm-hmm. the film looked dreadful. Yes. It yeah. looked beyond the design uh, discrepancies. Yes. Mm-hmm. It just, it really didn't look like a good film. And, you know, these films tend to put their funniest moments in the trailer. Mm. And so as the funniest moments in this trailer were like, you know, morbidly unfunny. Oh, yes. So it really wasn't a good advertisement for the film. No. So we just watched the new trailer again. Mm-hmm. It looks significantly better. Mm. Yep. Yeah, you'd agree with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't think Again, design notwithstanding. We're design talking notwithstanding. about the film as a whole. The film as a whole. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be good. No. It no, just it, it has the ring of poor quality about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic pun. Yeah. See, I know enough to get that pun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it just, it looks like tat. Yes. But it looks better than it did. Yes. Um, Jim Carrey looks like he's having a lot of fun. And yeah. I like Jim Carrey having fun. Yes. Because um, he hasn't done anything like that in quite a while. No. Even if the film is dreadful, it's just sort of nice to get him back doing that sort of thing. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. say because in Kick Ass Two, like 
he had fun. He had fun and yeah. until the film came out. Until the film came out, and then he was talking about uh, that he thought it was immoral, right? And it was too it's, violent. And it was too violent, and it yeah, right. So, oh yeah, and then I'd like to see his stance on Joker. Yeah, yeah, after the past five years or so, he's been kind of occupying this transcendental meditation space where it's all about break. Like he's kind of had his enlightenment by leaving Hollywood, yeah. and he's not doing that anymore. I swear, Dumb and Dumb and Two came out in the last five years. Uh, yeah, I think it did. But he's been going through this thing, hasn't he? You <laughs> yeah, see, like, no, yeah. He gave a lecture at a university where he was just talking about being one with the universe. Mm. And I think he's clearly had a bit of a midlife crisis about fame and his Which, career and enough. that sort of thing. Which well, is completely was, fair enough. Um, he was on a talk show. I think it was Jim Carrey. And he said yeah. something like, um, I've loved playing the part of Jim Carrey. Right, exactly. Like yeah. you know, it's been a yeah. wonderful part to play. Yeah. Sort of indicating that, oh, I'm done now. He was done with it. Yeah. yeah. Jim Carrey is no more. I am now me. He did a couple of Polish films, Polish drama films. Yeah. You know, trying to I get, like exercise that muscle. Yeah. And now he's just back to being Jim Carrey. What was the TV show he did as well? I Kidding. Yeah. Was he Jim Carrey in that or was he... No. That was sort of, I guess, in a way that was kind of addressing the character of Jim Carrey but it was doing it as a in the show he was a children's TV presenter okay that was going through an incredibly rough private life yeah um, and kind of the you know putting together the the family friendliness of his persona mm. and the real darkness kind of behind it yeah so that seemed to me to have been his version of kind of this is going to be me deconstructing the idea of celebrity and yes, that okay. sort of thing. Okay. I think that was Michelle Gondry as well, who did, who directed Eternal Sunshine. Oh, okay. Well. All right. Um, but yeah. he's very much Jim Carrey in the yeah, song yeah. of the Hedgehog. I think of the last film I watched of his, like, I, that I really enjoyed. Like, in terms of... Chronologically, as in the latest it, that came yeah, out. The, yeah. Um, that's a good question. Because Mr. Popper's Penguin, perhaps? <laughs> no, the first film that came to mind was Yes Man. Oh, okay. Nine. Yeah. That was a while ago. Wasn't yeah, it? Nine, yeah, we're talking 10 years ago. Yeah. I think the last film of his that I liked it is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Wow. Mm. 2004. Yeah. Um, I think Lamy Snicket came out that year as well, which I like him in. Yes. I think he's, he's good, good for that character. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's um, a, you know, a Jim Carrey role worthy of highlighting, isn't it? If someone was to be like, oh, what's Jim Carrey like? You show them Lemmy Snicket. Yeah, yeah. I remember him genuinely being, th- like, as a child, finding him threatening. But in, like, a good, child-friendly way. Yes. I didn't like it when I was younger because it scared me a little bit watching it. Yeah. He was... Yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey was creepy. He has a weird quality, Jim Carrey. Mm. Like, that that goofiness can become creepy. Yeah. You know, like, there's... He's just kind of made of elastic, isn't he? He's a bizarre um, physicality. But, like, uh, the cable guy, for example, would be a good... Where he plays a really psychotic guy. Oh, yeah. um, But still doing the Jim Carrey thing. And then there's that film... Um, where he's a magician. What one's that? With the incredible Burt Wonderstone. Yes. Yeah, and that ends with him having been lobotomized. Oh, right. And it's the shot of him like you know a Just vegetable. Out, yeah. Yeah, and it's really unsettling. Like it's done as the punchline of the film because like he's the villain in it. Right. But no, it's just really like oh, this is horrible. This isn't you know. But yes, he's back on form. It seems. Yes. Uh, yeah. Which uh, another uh, good thing I suppose like comparing the first to the second trailer seeing him in the first trailer it just felt very much like you know Jim Carrey was trying to get back to old Jim Carrey and just wasn't quite yeah. he just seemed very the whole trailer just felt especially compared to the new one so mm. like slow and mm. still and just sort of yeah. like you know he's just kind of standing in the field talking over the general or whatever it is yeah and it's just like ah this feels like someone trying to do a Jim Carrey it's a gesture towards Jim Carrey it's a gesture towards Jim Carrey whereas in the new trailer it's 
seems like he's definitely yes. gotten back to it a bit more. Yeah. Him like dancing and him shouting and screaming and yes, yes, that's Jim Carrey. Yes, yeah, he's definitely Jim Carrey. It's one crazy fuck. So yes. we're, we're all in agreement that the new trailer, while not selling the film as good, is no. better than the original. Trailer. Absolutely, uh, yes. And I'm, I mean, because it was always going to get a positive reaction because yeah. the design is better and yeah. it's closer to what Sonic looks like. Mm-hmm. I might even go as far as to say that it looks like a valid like. Um, <laughs> Looks, you know, it doesn't. It's not like the original film Sonic, where it's just this bizarre, like, what the fuck are you? Right. What is this? Okay. It looks more. Um, it yeah. looks like Sonic. Yeah. It does. Um, it wouldn't look out of place in a game or anything. It looks like the character. No, fair enough. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so you're gonna have to help me because there's so much. <laughs> so much I'm say just gonna lose track of everything. Uh, is it, uh, oh Jim yeah, people, are, is people were always going to like the trailer. Yeah, yeah, they were always going to like it because it was always going to get a positive reaction because of what the character now looks like. Right. If this but was, it does feel like they kind of brought out the big guns for it. Like, mm. the song is more... Like, Gangster's Paradise was in the first one. Yeah. This one feels more... While... Is it a 90s song? I don't know. I have, have to listen to it again. I mean, it's got Ramones. Big, no, it's Ramones. Yeah, it's Ramones. Yeah, 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 no, it's, it's not 90s. It's not 90s, it's not 90s yeah. but the like the energy of it is very... Is it Blitzkrieg Bulb? Is that the one? Yeah. That's yeah. The but, but that's like the, the thing that... So many trailers. It's such a generic like song, yeah, but yeah. it's closer to the energy of Sonic. Yeah, okay. so the song is more appropriate, and I think because the trailers obviously cut to the song. Ramones. The, the trailer feels more energetic as well. The general vibe of the Ramones suit Sonic, I think. Yeah, yeah. you know, which is quite punky, but and uh, very energetic. Yeah, punky is energetic, but you know that yes. kind of it's cool energetic. It's not like dirty energetic like the Sax Pistols. You know, it's yeah. kind of. Because the way oh, he sings, you imagine if this had been cut to the Sex Pistols. <laughs> Anarchy and Eve, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am an antichrist. <laughs> uh, that would have been appropriate for the first one. With that design. Uh, yeah, so... Okay. Yeah, you've got a lot to say about this, Jordan. Yeah. So we'll unpack it bit by bit, I suppose. Okay. Um, yeah, because the controversy... I want to end on that, because I feel like you that's... End on the that feels like the, the finality to the subject. Okay. okay. You know, we'll talk about the character and the film and then you move on to the stuff surrounding it okay. and then the topic is done you know okay just tell us your opinion about it then and, and we will can I interject with one quick question if this trailer had come out first and we hadn't seen the other one mm. would it have got the same that perception? is a good question the truth is I don't know I think I, I still wouldn't have liked it but I certainly I wouldn't have been as positive no. I say positive it's not like like when I watched the first trailer I felt almost vindicated because I thought okay. it was going to be terrible right and it was more terrible than I was expecting. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, in that, I, I want a Sonic film to do well, obviously, because right. I am a fan. Yeah. But also, I don't want to make a Sonic film one day. So if right. this one does badly, then I can okay. be the guy who comes in 10 years down the road and makes it good. Realistically, what? do you think the film, the film could possibly be good for you? This film? Not healthy. <laughs> As in, like, the, to you it could be good. Are you yeah, saying this film? This film was any, any, any Sonic film. Is there any way that it could be a quality production? Yes, but it would require a careful approach, right. okay. I think. Because have... I think these... The, the, you know, we'll get to the criticism. Yeah. But a lot of the, the fanboys who have criticised it... Yeah. I don't think anything would please them by doing a Sonic film. The Sonic fan base does have a reputation for just you can't please them right okay nothing you do pleases them okay but also in fairness to the fanboys this franchise has just been like doing its own thing seemingly for years and it's just constantly like you know it fixes one problem and that just creates a new problem so it's like you said I, I've got no sympathy for fanboys and fangirls right. I just don't full stop okay. I think it's I'm not yeah I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not defending yeah. the fanbase I'm just okay. saying that 
when you see some of the games and some of like when you know kind of the reason some games exist yeah like Shadow the Hedgehog they they give Shadow a gun and that's like a major part of the game right. it's like you you like run around firing guns at people and stuff okay which sounds ridiculous for Sonic yeah but you know that like that was made because there was apparently a, a, a like a group of people who were like oh we want guns in Sonic games right and they were like well we can't give Sonic a gun sure so we'll give one to Shadow okay and then that came out and everybody was like what the fuck are you doing why has he got a gun this is right. so stupid okay so you can imagine people at Sega going, I just, I, you can't please them. I think the and thing people with, outside going, you can't please them. The thing with, um, I mean, not, you know, fandom is, is a legitimate thing, but whatever you want to call it, super fandom. Okay. The problem with that is it, it's tied up in usually a childhood experience of that property or a nostalgic experience of that property, right? Yeah. And so every new thing that comes out they're expecting that level of satisfaction. Yes. But it, by definition, it can never be recaptured mm. because it's tied to their youth. Yes. They, they will never feel that way about anything ever again. Yes. I have, I will never, so my favorite films, I will never see a film again that I will like more than those. Yes. It won't happen. I'm past no. the age where I can yeah. have that experience. No, now, I you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, your favorite film, your favorite song, it comes to you at the just the right time. Mm, yeah. And it's imprinted in you forever. And so you have all these people that played Sonic as a kid. Mm. That, you know, and they've sustained that uh, obsession. Yes. And so, yeah, but when, when you build up expectations that high, how can they be met? Yeah. yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Do, do I would say, I've also got, like, my favorite game. Yeah. Franchise brings out more games and I still don't enjoy them as much and I have played. Yeah. Like some of them. Since. Well, Grand Theft Auto for me that would be a good example. So Grand Theft Auto Four, like that. If if not my favorite game, it's it's high up there mm. because I was the right age for that when it came out. Because GTA Five, which came out six years ago, yeah, uh, which I really like, uh, and I can acknowledge that it's mostly a better game than mm. GTA Four. Yeah, in loads and loads of ways. Yeah, but I will never like it more than GTA Four because no. I was the it was the right mm. time. For yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Carry on. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> I don't know. Sonic. I was random. Yeah. Um, no, but like another problem with the franchise is it does panda. Like there is now right. they've okay. now basically created an alternate continuity, right? Specifically dedicated to the Sonic that was in the old two D games. Because mm. for I think right. it's for the twentieth anniversary, they brought that Sonic back, mm. and it was like. The game was they brought back like a bunch of old environments from older games and you had like the classic Sonic from the Genesis titles and the Sonic that it ha- exists now right. both going through the games and you kind of played them alongside each other. Okay. Um, and since then because that got such a positive reception that version seems to have stuck around. Okay. So now it's very much a division of oh you have the classic Sonic that like is deliberately trying to replicate and sort of carry on the legacy of the old games. Yeah. And then you have like this newer Sonic who's just kind of doing whatever at the moment. Right. I don't really know what he's doing. So yeah, I don't think that helps when you have, you're literally replicating. Yeah. Not, and not even at the expense of the franchise as it is now. You've literally sectioned off sure. a portion of the franchise going, right, this is just what you love. This is just what you know. Yeah. Brought mm. back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. Okay. Give me your direction. Yeah, yeah, okay. Without having, I suppose, you, we have, none of us have seen it, obviously, so yeah. we can't offer an opinion on it. No. What are your problems with the film 
pre before seeing it there previewing. Was, yes um there was like a video online i think of the executives at paramount like having a meeting about sonic right um and they were like pitching it to like their shareholders mm-hmm. like oh we got this film coming out sonic the hedgehog he's yeah. like a video game character blah 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 and the main inspiration they cite for making the film was et oh right okay yes okay that is as far as I can, like, not the right direction to take at all. This, like, okay. alien, human, buddy film. Right. Whatever you, you describe E.T. as a genre as. Right. Um, well, also, it's the same as, you know, um, Joker basically adhering so closely to being a taxi driver. Oh, my. Yes. If you're going to say, oh, we're, we're, basically, E.T. is what we're aiming towards. Yeah. You're setting yourself up to fail. No one, no ET's never been done better than in yes, ET. There know? is that, and also yeah. there's the fact that, um, you know, not only is it a video game movie, which you know we still haven't had a good one yet. No, you've no. also got it's also a. It's not possible. We can talk about that. But go on. Okay, it's also <laughs> a CGI live action hybrid film. Which yes, I don't think there's many good versions of those. No. You think you think of those, you think of like Smurfs and Alvin the Chipmunks. The best one is probably Paul, and that's mm. not, it. Might be you know, Paul Roger Rabbit if that. That yeah, counts, sure. I think it's not CGI, but yeah, yeah, it's, but like a, it's sort of like uh, humans and animation interaction. Mary Poppins, then, because that has that sequence where they um, there's a bunch of dancing animals, right, and singing, yeah, and but they're not, and stuff. Like, they're not really. That's, it's, that's it's a not, sequence. That's not, it's sequence, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like where an animated character and a human character are kind of the protagonist, the shared okay, protagonist okay. of the film. I think if you want to, however, you want to break that. Down. I don't know. I've got a pretty high opinion of the Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. No, you don't. You specifically I brought don't. up the De Niro scene. <laughs> yeah, because it just reminded me of him being in Joker. Him like, because they make him. He plays the villain in Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, and he has that thing where he says he's doing like a weird European villain accent. It's just, mm. it's just, uh, yeah, like yeah. pan European villain. Yes, That's and he he, he has a, where he's looking at the audience and he says, "Are you talking to me?" Yes. Well, there's nobody else here, so you must be talking to me. Yeah, and it's like you. Why are you? Letting them make you do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, uh Anyway. Yeah, no, there hasn't been a good no. CGI live action hybrid. Yes. That springs to mind. Yes. No. So you're, you're dealing with genres that are not well charted. Well, not, not well charted, I should more say. More genre. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, yeah, that doesn't feel like... Okay, it feels weird to say this is what Sonic is because... Yeah. Who are you? No. I didn't mean that. <laughs> What is Sonic? No, no, it feels weird because, um, yeah, the franchise has gone through a lot of different... Sh- like, if I were to just... Especially after the games go 3D, if I were just to pick, like, five games that yeah. sort of happened alongside each other and just kind of explain them to you, yeah, they're all completely different right. in the way they approach it. And- okay, so there's no right way to do Sonic. There's a... It's, I think, for me, it's kind of like The Doctor, where there's, like, there's right. a right approximation... Okay. You know when... There's not one right way to no, do there's it. Not there one, are many. Yeah, yeah, there's not one right way to do Sonic, but you know when you're not doing Sonic, sure. if that makes sense. Okay. I think that's also just a product of, like, he's been around nearly... I think he's next year is his 30th anniversary. Right. He's just been around for so you long. Think. No, no, I... Can't me, Sonic's old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 91, the first one came out. Okay. So, yeah, yeah it'd be 30. In no, two years' time. Two years' time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's just, a, like, a byproduct of byproduct of being around for so long yeah. is you just kind of end up doing different things mm-hmm. uh, like the Scooby-Doo which we may mention later yeah um, there's like so many different versions of him now yeah. is, that, is that CG actually 
Uh, uh, yeah. The, yeah. The... Exclusively, though, it's not a live action. Hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, but I'm, I'm thinking of the live action film. Oh, yeah, oh right. CG, yeah. Yes, that's uh, yeah. the hybrid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Would you class those as good? I last saw them when I was the right age to see them, okay. so I couldn't really offer an opinion. It worked for me then. Yeah. I'd say that. I mean, it's not great. And the, the second one's definitely not great. All I remember, the first one, I remember Rowan Atkinson being the villain. Yes. And yeah. I remember a big, like, um, Mexican wrestler villain. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. falls through a massive aperture in, and like, a just, cave. And we yeah. discover that Scrappy-Doo was inside Rowan Atkinson the entire That's time. right, yeah. Okay, well, you just reminded me of that. So that's all I remember about the first one. And the second one, there's a shot where Seth Green approaches Velma across a crowded room mm. and falls over really goofily. Okay. I remember that. And I remember a bit where they, for some reason, they wanted to show that Linda Cardellini was attractive. Oh yeah, Velma's so, actress. Velma's actress. Yeah. So they got her to like let her hair down, take off her glasses, and wear like a, you know, a jumpsuit. Basically. Yeah, a skimpy leather. A skimpy leather jumpsuit. Um, why would they do, think about? Oh, I guess that's for the uh, uh, the fathers taking their kids to see it in the audience. Maybe, but you have Buffy the Vampire Slayer there. Yeah, playing Daphne. Unless that was kind of like supposed to be a clever subversion mm. like oh you think Daphne's gonna be the sexy one this time yeah. no it's Velma well, yeah maybe yeah. anyway back to Sonic yeah. yes. we'll get on to Scooby-Doo later. we'll get to we'll Scooby-Doo, get Scooby-Doo. Um, yeah but <laughs> what? on no other literally no other podcast will you hear conversations about identity politics and Scooby-Doo <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in fairness, they're not in the same episode unless no. you, unless you want to revisit it at no. all no oh we might do actually go <laughs> We do have an identity crisis. <laughs> they made uh, scrappy Rastafarian now. <laughs> Imagine again. Remind me. I, I just. I made... <laughs> oh god. Oh come on! The Jamaican accent was conceived to say the phrase. Let's go by the window. Because they're big on doobies, aren't they? Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, that's, well, that's yeah. I was gonna say with with the first live action film. They gave Shaggy a character in tracks called Mary Jane. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I actually, until you pointed that out just now, I didn't get that. Because <laughs> yeah. again, I haven't revisited them. No. I'm sure if I'd revisited them recently, I might have got it. Yeah. But yeah. there you go. Okay, so there are many right ways of doing Sonic. No, no, well, there's just way. many ways Sonic has been done. Okay. Not like radically different, just right. like, you know, they've done like, a, they've done slightly more serious versions, they've done slightly kookier versions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's no like, it feels strange to say there's no one right way of doing it because there isn't really, yeah. but there is a right ballpark to hit. Sure. Um, you're going to have to remind me where I was going with that. Well, I, sp- I imagine you'd be delineating the the contours of that ballpark. Well, what? Yeah, but what was the question that led to it? Because I, I was making that point to support like the ultimate. What were your problems with the film before seeing it? Right. Uh... This is, oh, this is just this a disaster. Is, this, is, this is fodder for the cutting room. Um, Jordan has developed memory loss. <laughs> no. It's, it just has so much to say about it. You yeah, can't I think, it, yeah, it is. It okay. genuinely is. I think the point I was going to make is, yes, there's there's no one right way of doing something. No. But there's a ballpark. But it feels like they haven't even, they're not even operating in that ballpark. Right. They just looked at Sonic. They looked yes. at a picture of Sonic. Sure. And they went, oh, We'll do we'll do that. Right. They didn't like you know didn't play okay. any of the games, nothing like that. Because there's no like it's just Sonic, it's Eggman who doesn't even look like Eggman. It doesn't matter. 
No, well, it doesn't matter. No, no, no. In the new trailer, there's like a brief bit the where the first they... trailer, yeah. No, in the new trailer, there's like a brief like half a second. Oh, is it when he's in like the... he's got like the red outfit? Yes, yeah. The he's outfit, wearing the red outfit, yeah. but not. Yeah. He's not bald. No, in the first trailer, he's bald and he's got a mustache at the very end. Yes, but everyone went, okay, that's post credit. He's just going to look like Jim Carrey for the whole film. He's not going to look like Eggman. I think he will look like Jim Carrey for most of the film, but I don't necessarily think he'll just be post I think that red coat is going to... I think that's like finale. Yeah. That's like I, I, the end of the film, he's going to look like that. Yeah, but not post-credits. Something's going to happen, yeah. and then post-credit will be him with the goggles. Yeah, because that, look, that like, looks like it's on Sonic's planet, doesn't it? It does, yeah. So they're setting up the sequel that's him on Sonic's planet. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, this is kind of how Eggman and Sonic, yeah. how that starts. Yes. Because, yes, it, they confirm in the new trailer that they don't know each other. Yeah. Because Jim Carrey like, freaks out when he sees yes. him for the first time. Yes. But yeah, it's just like, I don't understand why you have like, you have 30 years of material and you hey. have... No, you do. Okay. You have 30 years of material. Okay. You have all these like potential stories or characters and arc, like all this stuff you can work with mm. and they just took Sonic and they were like, right, he's in the real world now. Yeah. Eggman is not going to look or act like Eggman at all. No. And that's it. We're going to have a human character just, like, run... Like, they're just going to be the main character. You say they've got 30 years of material to work with. Yeah. Isn't that... But as, as far as Sonic is concerned, isn't that the equivalent of giving me 30 toilet rolls and saying, build a house out of that? You having a go, Sam? <laughs> You're, a you're bit. having a go at the only I'm, thing I love. Argument, I mean, look, you, could, I don't, you could do a lot with 30 toilet rolls. I don't, you could. I don't know much about Sonic, obviously. Mm. But you before have kind of tried to outline the mythology to me. Yes. And it doesn't seem... Okay, I'm not saying it's not rich, but it doesn't seem inherently rich. If anything, rich it's enough. too rich. There's, it's too too, much. there's too much mythology. There's too much, that, okay. there's too much that contradicts itself as well. Right, okay. So it's like, what do you extract to make a good film? Because, yes, it does ultimately have to work as a film yes. and not as a Sonic film. No, and I respect that. Yeah. I respect that you're not just making this film for people who know who Sonic is. You're no. making this for... You want to draw in new fans. Yeah. But that's the thing. The original... Well, I say the original film. The film. Yeah. Because um, that's another thing with this new trailer. Sonic is very much front and centre. Yeah. Whereas in the old trailer, he's barely in it. Right. Which could be... It could have been them, like, trying to hide the design, maybe. But it, I, I don't think hiding design. I think they were just holding him back. No, no, just, like, yeah. the, the CG wasn't finished. So it's like, right. we can't okay. show off too much because okay. isn't, it isn't finished. Yeah. But also, um, it ties into something that annoys me broadly. And that's that when you have, film, you have stuff like now Sonic and, like, Alvin and the Chipmunks and, like, even Transformers. Right. Where they're non-human characters. Even though they're anthropomorphized. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're, they're... So you couldn't eat them, could you? No, I couldn't. <laughs> no. Even though they're anthropomorphized and they have these very human characteristics, mm-hmm. they're not human. Therefore, we need to give them a human person yeah. to be the, the main character of right. the film. Because you can't empathize. But you see the with logic, though. You see the logic. Yeah, but of like, why are we still doing you that? Need a, you need a person to be you in the situation. You need someone Do who. You, is, no, but is, that, is that's, just, I'm not saying whether it's valid or not. But is that, a that's story the about just like Sonic fighting Eggman? Is that just too out there for someone to. You know, do they need a surrogate in that story? It's not a surrogate. Well, yeah, I mean, but no, but that's the thinking, isn't it? The thinking is, right, we need, especially the people who are unfamiliar with Sonic, Yeah, we need someone to represent the audience that would be, because, you know, yeah, okay, you can maybe identify with Sonic, Yeah, but he can run really fast and he's a blue hedgehog from another planet. Like, at, yeah. the, at the end of the day, 
I'm going to relate more to the guy that's, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But do you have, there are characters, like Tails. Tails could be the audience surrogate character, Sonic's best friend. But know? Tails is a, whatever it is. He's a fox. Yeah, I'm not a fox. Is Tails no, but that's the problem. Go? Sorry? Is Tails going to be in the Not film? as far as I can tell. It looks like it's just Sonic and Jim Carrey. Not Knuckles the dog? No, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Knuckles now. looks like a dog. He does not look yes, like, does a look like a dog. <laughs> he do- I'll grant he you, like I'll dog. grant you he does not look like an echidna, but he does not look like a he, dog. He looks more like a dog than an echidna. No. Yeah, he does. No. He does. No. He's being stupid Poor now. design. Poor design. He's being stupid now. It's poorly designed. Um, oh, he's, he was supposed to be Rastafarian. Well, Knuckles. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. There's what like, happened? Um, I think they just decided. Has he got dreadlocks? Yeah, that's okay. what they are. All right. Okay. Um, in like, looks like a dog. In one of the old design manuals, it's got him like speaking, and it's clear, like from the way they spelled the words, it's clear he's speaking in a Rastafarian okay. accent. Okay. But they kind of just dropped that. Okay. And like in the new, where, uh, when he was in like newer games, they gave him like whenever you were playing exclusively as him, they would give him like rap, rap music in the levels. Okay. Um, so yeah, there was like a thing like, oh, Knuckles is supposed to be like the black guy of the franchise, but they they dropped <laughs> but he's that. He's red. Yeah. Yes, they dropped that pretty quickly. Okay, um, if that ever was indeed truly a thing. Yeah. Um, fucking help, Sam. <laughs> I have things well, to you say. get so lost. I, I do. With the film. What's your problem with it? Oh yeah, why yeah? Why do we need a human as the main? Because right. Sonic is not. Even though Sonic is in a lot of the trailer, I don't think yeah. he's going to be in the film a lot. Yeah, you, he will. He but, will. No, he'll, it'll be like, okay, it'll be like Pikachu, where you have Tom the Cop, sure. James Marsden. Yeah. He will be doing all of the protagonist stuff. I don't know Sonic, about that. And Sonic will be standing next to him being quippy. I don't know. I suspect not. Okay. But that's how these films go. And that's another thing. That, that's another problem I had. It's just, it feels like, oh, we have Sonic. Oh, let's just put him in generic live-action CG bam. hybrid film it, it 20 look, flight. From the trailer, it looks like he comes here from another planet. Yes. He's enjoying being Sonic. Yes. He runs around the baseball stadium, yeah. the field, and then that triggers uh, a power outage. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. Also, he's he's not electric. I don't know where they got that from. They've given him, like, the flash powers, where the flash right. is, like, electric when he runs. Sonic has never been able to that. Do doesn't that. matter. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no we'll get, okay, no, we'll get the whole minutia. point. We'll get to the minutiae. If the whole point we'll get to the of having Tom the cop is, oh, we need human surrogates yeah. so they'll understand the story, then why are you... That's not Sonic, though. What's that got to do with it? What's the point? What's the surrogate got to do with him being electric or not? Because you said, like, oh, we need, you know, you need a human character because... I didn't say you need it. I'm saying that's, I think that's obviously the thinking. The thinking it. is, yeah. yeah, okay, you have this world and this mythology. We need a person there to go, right, yeah. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yes. But what's that got to do with his electricity? Then? Well, that's an that's an invention. That's nothing to do with well. So is Tom. Games. Tom's an invention. Yes, right. Tom is an invention. Right, and he sucks. Anyway. Go away. I anyway. don't want Tom. Whatever. 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 This is what they do in films. He's running around. Yes, the, why? He's running around the baseball. It's not even a question about. Sonic. It's not even a question about Sonic anymore. Why? Listen. Why listen do they to need me. surrogates? He runs around the characters. field and it triggers. I want to see Bumblebee. Shut I want to see Sonic. I don't want to see shut fucking up. Shut whatever the fuck her name up. is. Shut up! I'm explaining something. What's the name? What is I'm name? explaining something. What is the name? Shut up! He's, he's running around the baseball field I can't remember the and it triggers a power outage, right? Right. So clearly I would say that we're, for, we're from Sonic's perspective of him coming to Earth. Yeah. He's enjoying himself. He tries, And then he meets the James Marsden character. Yes. So usually in that type of film, you'd be following the Marsden character right. who like, there's a there's a noise in the shed well, and he goes in the shed yeah. and it's Sonic. He'll which, cut back and forth. Maybe you'll get but, a bit of Sonic and okay, get a bit of him. But I don't think it's fair to say, especially not having seen it, that Sonic is just going to be the quippy 
I think he's definitely going to be the protagonist. I don't know. 100%. And Tom will just be like the vessel for the audience. Ben Schwartz's name isn't even on the poster, though, you know? Well, no one, what, what names are on the poster? Uh, James Marsden and Jim Carrey. No one knows who Ben Schwartz is. Schwartz is do you know what I mean? No, people know who he is, don't they? Well, y- y- yes. I, we would know who he is, but okay. I don't think... He's certainly not well known enough. Like, I have his no name. Yeah, exactly. Is Parks and Rec his biggest role? Pre- no, yes. Pretty much. Because he does DuckTales. No, he was on House, specific House of uh, Lies he was on as well. Right. Don okay. Don show, I think. To be, to be fair, Parks and Rec is the first of things. This yeah, day. that's probably what he's most famous for. But he's yeah. not, you know, it's certainly no James Marsden or Jim Carrey. No, no, no. So you, I get that. Yeah. Right, what were you going on about when you were trying to distract me from my point? <laughs> Yeah, it's not even a question of... It's, well, I'm not even talking specifically about Sonic anymore. Why do you need humans? Genuinely, why do you need a human in... Like, I want to see Bumblebee. Why right. do I have to put up with... What the fuck's her name? Haley something. Well, the... Oh, um, Haley... Oh, you won't, I can't even remember. No, I That's can't. fucking annoying me now. Yeah. Um, Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Yeah, Haley Steinfeld. Why yeah. do I need to watch Haley Steinfeld be angry at her parents? Okay. Want to fix a car? Do you want a sincere answer to that question? Go on. It's because most people going to the cinema don't care about the mythology of Transformers and don't care about the mythology of Sonic. They don't care. So they need a way into that mythology. And the way in, as far as the studios are concerned, are a human that can represent their interests. Okay, but surely the film's job is to make you care about the mythology. No, why it's would to it make work? you care. Like, oh, you're coming to see a Sonic film, right? Well, well, okay. This is Sonic. This is what you know. I mean, no, we're going to no, make no, you no. care. The film is him. not. The film is not a, entry level to the Sonic mythos. It's just a film that's got Sonic. in No, but that is part of it, though. Definitely. Well, no, the, the same don't... like with Transformers. My gateway into Transformers was the Michael Bay film, which has nothing right. to do with the mythos. No, no. And in that film, I'm pretty sure Michael Bay went, "What the boys like." Tits and toy right. cars. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And as, as loathsome as those films became, and as bad as yeah. they are going back to them, yeah. Yeah. it did its job because I liked it when I saw it and it made me a Okay, but I, but I, okay, fine. But I don't think that was the film's intention. Was no. to like, let's get them interested in the wider mythology. No, but I'm sure that was um, like, oh, if this happens, then good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The film obviously are not against it. Yeah. No. But I don't, th- the point is just to make an entertaining film that people will want to go and spend money to watch. Yeah. That's why it exists. Yeah. Um, and with the Sonic thing, I mean, it's just because there, there hasn't been a Sonic film, right? Not a proper one. Not a proper one. So we'll do that. It'll bring in the Sonic people who will either, who will watch it and enjoy it or will hate watch it. Yeah. But either way, that's money in the bank. Yeah. yeah. And because it's, it's an existing property and it's harder and harder to make anything original nowadays. Mm. You know? Yeah. I mean, the fact that it's James Marston as a friendly cop and not a woman with a pair of tits. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah it seems more child. <laughs> which, which, which Sonic has actually done before. It's really. Yeah. It seems more suited to its demographic than the Transformers yeah. films were. Yes. Because um, let's not forget, okay? They might be fun games, but they're, they're for children. They are for children. Why are we- because they it's a it's a hedgehog that goes fast. It's a children's game. Okay, this is an interesting. It, <laughs> it is though, isn't it? And Transformers is, and Doctor Who is actually. If, if you can... and wrestling is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just attacking you now. <laughs> no, no, right. they, it's for, it's for children. Let it's me for, ask a children. question. Yeah. And, and try if you can try and just remove your knowledge of pop culture for a moment. Right. If I were to say, like, oh, there's this story... But there's nothing left if I remove my knowledge of pop culture. Don't be... Don't <laughs> That's be, all I don't am. Don't be Sam. Okay. 
<laughs> Try and answer the question. Okay. I'm gonna. I say remove pop culture because yeah. I don't want you to turn around and go. Ah, but you know. This did that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Right. Okay. <laughs> that's exactly why this has happened. Yeah. <laughs> this, this did that. So that's why they're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Right. If I say there's the story about this like uh, you know three foot tall blue hedgehog that can, right, run, yeah, yeah. that can run at the speed of sound. Yeah. We've done this, I think. And he fights. What are we? Well, depends what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he runs at the speed of sound yeah. and he fights this scientist who is trying to take over the world by yeah. turning his animal friends into robots. Right. Would you say that that's something for children? Yes. Okay. If I were to say yeah. there's this man yeah. uh, who dresses up as a bat and fights criminals, yeah. would you say that's for children? Uh, mostly, yes. Okay. Why mostly? Because it, it's a superhero thing. It is, you know, it is for... Oh, but there's no pop culture. You don't know what Batman is. Oh, you're trying to... Right, that, okay. No, that was me being... Sick. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, because Batman, while mostly for children, mm-hmm. you have to remember, like, the origin story of Batman is his parents get murdered. Yes. The, the, there is darkness there. Yes. yeah. And he is the dark superhero, isn't he? Yeah. So you can do something a bit more adult. Like, I, I love... The Dark Knight is one of my favourite films. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's a masterpiece beyond yes. being a superhero movie or anything Absolutely, like that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think to call it a good superhero movie diminishes it. Yes. Right? But, the, but they, those felt like they are basically for children. He's mm. just kind of like taken a bit of license and done something a bit more adult with it. Yeah. But I don't like I don't think those, those films are for they're, they're not mature adult viewing experiences. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's still a Batman film at the end of the day. Yes. Um. So to answer your question, yes and yes. Okay. Now, obviously, I can't turn around and say ah, but Sonic could be yeah. mature viewing for yeah because no, probably yeah. it can't. But also, I don't. I I dislike this idea of like, oh, it's for kids. Meh. No, no, like, I'm not like, just dismissing it. I'm not that. saying it's for children. Therefore, its quality doesn't matter yeah. because there are brilliant children's films. Yes, and it matters to make good children's films. Yes, I'm just saying that its demographic is children, uh, primarily. Yeah, maybe. No. Uh, okay, certainly, okay. Not, certainly right. not teenagers. But let me teenagers. let me rephrase that. Okay, and just well, maybe, so everyone, maybe like young teens. So everyone maybe. who is listening really does think I'm a cunt. Okay. Right? <laughs> They figured that out. I know, I know. It should be for children. Because I know nowadays, adult, what counts as adult viewing is Avengers Endgame. Yes. I know that is what adults mainly go and watch. Yes. But that is a damn, a damning state of affairs that is genuinely depressing that that is considered that adult fiction now. Yeah. Is Iron Man and Spider-Man and Captain America. It's pathetic, frankly. (laughs) Right. And, um, I don't, I'm not saying those films are bad. We're actually going to move on to those later. I'm not saying I dislike them. I am saying that they are for children. And if you're enjoying them, mm. you can enjoy them as like an entertaining, throwaway, disposable thing. Yeah. Or as a good children's film, mm. like Pixar films. Yeah. If you're really like sincerely enjoying them and consider them, this is what I should be watching. Mm. I think you need to expand your palette. Okay. Because there are films that are made for adults. Yes. Actual films for adults that or about thought. I'm not being pretentious here. I'm no, not no, saying no, I know. I'm you should only like 60s French new wave cinema because yeah. I hate that shit as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a middle ground of just with adult themes about adult things that so you might want to depress it. Not necessarily, you know. Generally like, speaking. I mean, that's the connotation you give it. But like, no, it's the connotation I give it because yeah. most of the adult films that I would like... Right. The films that like spring to mind when you say that are films like Spotlight. Which is an amazing film. Is it? Would you call it depressing? It's about a very horrific. Thing, yeah, that's right? what I mean. It's because yeah. of what it's about. Yes, it's about a very horrific. Yeah, thing, which 
a lot of more adult films are about. Yeah, yeah. but like, yeah, because adult, adult themes are, you know, like yeah. aging and hope and how it yeah. depletes over time. I would say the depressing thing about Spotlight is just the fact that it's based in reality. The film itself, I wouldn't call it. No, no, but it, yeah, it's but the, the subject, subject matter. Certainly is, yeah. yeah. And yeah, but that's what an adult film is. It deals with adult themes, mm. things that you contend with when you get older. Yes. You know. Yeah. Grief, loss, despair, you know, all and those things. I will happily things. sit there and continue watching Paddington and Inside Out. <laughs> which is fine, which is fine, because yeah, I love yeah. those films as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, but adult films that are about... I would say, to be fair, Inside Out has depressing moments as well. It oh, does. God, yeah. um, adult films are about questioning hmm. things, questioning yourself and questioning the universe and what does it all mean at the end of the day? Because as much as there are great children's films, that's not what I'm going to be... On my deathbed, I'm not going to be thinking... What got it? What summed it up? What captured yes. the experience of it? It wasn't those films, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, there is more out there and you should go and experience it. Not exclusively and not, you know, not at the cost of Marvel films and that sort of thing. Yes. You should also watch that stuff. So yes. you, you know, you get a perspective. Because I'm sorry, the Marvel films are not adult films. They're not for adults. They are for children. Grow up. <laughs> okay. Well, then how do you... And I'm not... This is not yeah. me being like, you know, oh, but I think this. Mm. I'm just, would you say that the Thanos, all that stuff with Thanos, the, mm. you know, like the death of superheroes and everything, would you say that is no. also like children's? Yeah. Like, okay. It's a gesture towards being more mature. Yes. But it's not. It's still this big alien man who's really strong that is just like wants to destroy the world. That, that's children's fear, isn't it? Yeah, I you suppose. Um, it's just, I suppose, just because the way it was... Um, the way it was done. Because, like, it's, you know, when Infinity War ended, yeah. nobody came out of it. Nobody, like, who wasn't a child yeah. came out of it genuinely convinced those characters were never coming back. No, we they knew were they were always going to come back. We always yes. knew that. But the film still ended in a manner that suggested it was supposed to be up for, you know, it was ambiguous. Yeah. Maybe these characters never come back. Right. Thanos is one. They sure. lost. Yeah. yeah. Yes, because we're going to get rid of Chadwick Boseman, one of the yeah, you know, most the same important year. properties. Yeah. The same year Black Panther yeah. came out. Oh, yeah. The most important properties Marvel currently have. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely not. Yes. Um, but it's just like, the thing is, right, right, it, it does wind me up. It genuinely does wind me up. But, look, you know, people getting bogged down in debates over what Marvel character is going to be in the next Marvel film. And there's been this screenshot, this post on Instagram that suggests X, Y, and Z. Yeah. The, really, this is what you're going to spend your time on. Mm. This is what you're choosing to pour your time and attention into. Yeah. Go and watch No Country for All Men. Mm. Just go and watch something different, for God's sake. Yes. Rather than just obsessing over this one fucking thing yeah. that's taking over the world. It really drives me nuts. I know, but Marvel have already... They've already come out and said... that We'll get to that. Yeah. But yeah. They'll say they've already come out and said... They're going to do less Star Wars. Disney's already said they're going to yeah. do less Star Wars and more yeah. Marvel. That's the way it's going. More right. Marvel. Yeah. So you can't get more Marvel. No. Well, no. Because well, they're, they're, you've got to remember at the moment with the Spider-Man <laughs> coming back, mm. that means at the moment there's a year with four. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And obviously Disney Plus is getting all of those. That's out now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah but yeah. no, well, not in the UK, but. No, but it's like. Yeah. Over yeah but like. So you, they're looking at the ways they can expand the MCU mm. and, you know, everything that way. Yeah. And then going, now, but now we will start slowing down Star Wars. We've given you too much <laughs> of that. 
Whereas but you're pumping out three Marvel films a year, how no, many TV we, series, and that's not. Let's face it, though. It's not. It's not. Um, oh, we've done too much Star Wars. Let's slow it down. It's the people are le- They like it less, so we'll do less. It's not like they, we've nice. had. It's because the last Jedi was shit. It was, yeah, and rightly so. You know, <laughs> that is the right response. But it's not like there's more Star Wars than Marvel. It's like, oh, we'll slow down the Star Wars, but we'll. No, it's because Marvel films are liked and they get good critical reception yeah. and people like them. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Marvel doesn't have... There are people who don't like Marvel and there are people yeah. who speak out against yeah. it, but there are nowhere near the amount of criticism that Star Wars currently no, has. No, no, not at all. No. No. Which is probably why they're like, oh, well, you know, we'll stop doing the Star Wars, but we've got to make our money somehow, so let's put it all in this thing, people like yeah. That. yeah. But that's another thing, isn't it? Like, I, I do think objectively the Marvel films are better than the Star Wars films. Yeah. But Star Wars yeah. is so bound up in people's childhood experiences of it that that expectation can never be met. Whereas Marvel, even though those characters, you know, are pre-existing, mm. this is something new. Yeah. You know, so I think if 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 thirty years ago there was a raft of like of Marvel films about Iron Man and Captain America that were beloved, yeah, these films wouldn't get nearly as good critical reception as they've been getting. Okay. Because it's all bound up in expectation. Yeah. So give it 30 years and we'll see how the next installment goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It will still be going in 30 years, I'm sure it will. Yeah, but it's just... MCU's phase 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just expected now, isn't it? I mean, it's it's been slightly strange not having any... Have we had any this year other than Endgame? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had Far From Home. Yeah. And there was one before that, wasn't there? Captain Marvel. Okay. Oh, right, For some reason... <laughs> We've had three this year... For some reason, I thought they'd taken a break. There's no more this year. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, it's November. But that's um, yeah. the same last yeah. year. It's yeah. March is the next one. Yeah, like, so they do that, and then Star Wars comes out in the, the winter. Right, yes. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's bad. I genuinely thought we were having a break, but we haven't had any less Marvel than <laughs> I thought we were having a break. No, you're Well, that just shows how ubiquitous it is. Yeah. The fact that you thought, you know, a little break yeah. meant they were... Oh, my God, know, there hasn't been a film on July. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah but yeah that's the thing like these films just happen now it's just a given isn't yeah. it and it's it's no longer a matter of whether the films are actually good it's just how is it it's arrogant is what it is yeah, yeah. it is arrogant well the, the amount that they announce ahead of time because they just know people will go and they haven't it. even like all the films they announced for phase 4 as, from what I can remember it sounds like there are even more they haven't announced yet like apparently X Men yeah. are in Phase Four, but there's been no mention. Of Again, them. We're, we're doing the thing that I didn't want to do. No, I know, but like, no, but no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is the thing. We're not, we're not bringing it up as like, oh, X Men. Let's no. speculate about. It. We're saying it with just the sense Stop. of fatigue and just defeat. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh god, X Men are coming back now as yeah. well. Marvel, go away. Yeah, just for a bit. Just make one a year. Just make one a year. I'll live. You know, I can live with one a year. Yeah. Instead, they're giving us four. Yeah. Plus all the shit that's coming out on Disney Plus as well, or unless stuff's moving over to that. How? How? I feel like we derailed from the Sonic. We yeah, certainly we have. completely yeah. derailed. But I'm also aware that we've only been talking about Sonic. Yeah. So this can be are an hour in. Yeah. Yes. This is going to be a nightmare to chapter because okay. we just talked about one I know, thing. I know. So I thought, oh, well, we've moved on to a different topic. Let's have a moment. Okay. Of... Well, okay. But do you, is there anything else you want to say about Sonic? Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff I want to say. Right. The okay. question is, how much are you going to let me say? Well, I'll just say it and I'll tell you when to stop. All right. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll talk about, like, because you've asked me a couple of times um, what my problem with the film is. Yes. And I, I kind of remember, have you asked me, like, what I think a good version would, would be? Like, that, whether... Well, I think we're building to that, aren't we? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, can a good version of a Sonic film be made? Right. And I think it can. Okay. I've, I've, I've got my own ideas about it, but I think, broadly speaking, there's two 
kind of directions, which I think would be broadly valid. Right. Sonic obviously is a 90s character. He's mm-hmm. a product of the 90s. Mm-hmm. His whole inception was he was supposed to be like this, um, the 90s answer to like Mario. Right. It was Mario's big competition. Of course, Mario is just this kind of like, not generic, but just kind of like uh, this just kind of like clean mascot that you can just sort of right. impose whatever personality you want onto. Yeah. He's kind of like Mickey Mouse. He could have existed at any point. Yeah. You know, and could exist for as long as mm-hmm. you want. Whereas Sonic, when Sonic came along, he was like, no, 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 I have a personality. I'm this thing. Right. Uh, but it feels like through the games over the years, they've kind of tried to clean that up a little bit. Right. It definitely feels like, certainly with recent games, they've tried to Mario-fy him, right. for lack of a better term. Just make him like broader and more appealing. Mm-hmm. And, but I think like, I don't see the problem in just kind of like embracing the 90s-ness of the character a little bit more. Right. You know, I don't know if it's entirely applicable to this situation, but you, I think you heard the quote somewhere and you've adopted it in your own thinking, but right. you said like the more specific something is, yeah. the more appeal it has broadly. Yeah. If Sonic is just this kind of like vague collection of nice characteristics, you mm-hmm. know, oh, he's heroic, he's brave, he's kind. Yeah. Then he's just kind of, he could be anything. Yeah. But if mm-hmm. you make him more like you sort of embrace the attitude of him more and right. you make the film more a product of the time he was created. Right. I don't know if that would have, like, broader appeal to people. Okay. But I think that's not a bad way to go. Like, make, like, you know, Speed or Commander. Like, those, like, um, kind of, like, vehicle action movies where it's just, like, this unstoppable... This guy who's usually played by Stallone or Schwarzenegger who's just this unstoppable force of nature. Right. And it's just, like, you know... Oh, you know, it's just, like, action, action, action. Right. That's, I think, one way you could take the character. And also, it would people would like it because it's nostalgic for the 90s, you know, in the same way we like 80s nostalgia. The thing is, like, because we've talked before about what we would do with different properties and stuff like that. Mm. I've, I've had you, like, outline the Sonic, as much as you could, the Sonic mythology to me. Yes. And I genuinely don't know what you what you extract to make a film out of. Because mm. there really isn't much, I don't think. No, you can, if you want to... It's thin. It's, it's more like just the names of places and... Yes. There's not much depth. Yeah, if you actually want to work the mythology into a film, yeah, all you can really you can either just take the premise, which is Sonic fights Eggman, yeah, Sonic must save Animal Friends, yeah, or you adapt one of the games, right? Because there isn't really apart from like there was like a period in the early two thousands where the games kind of had continuity between each other, like mm-hmm. the stories directly carried on, right? Other than that, it's just adapt a single story. Okay. Which you could do, and they kind of done with like, because there was like an anime in 2003, Sonic X, okay. which adapted a couple of the games. Right. You could do that, but I think it would, you know, I would prefer right. it to be a, a new story, if that okay. makes sense. All right. Um, but the thing, like, this studio, like, it's just going to be a normal studio. For, like, well, the humor is always the same in these films, the story is always the same. It's just going to be another crap video game film. It was you know? always going to be that, wasn't it? No, it I know. And that's kind of what, yeah. you know. That, to go back to say, like, I felt vindicated when the first trailer came out, that's kind of why, because right. there's a lot of people out there who are Sonic fans who will just who will just like the Sonic film. Doesn't right. really matter what it is. It's because it's him, yeah. It's because it's him and he's on the big screen yeah. and it sort of um, it validates them almost. Yeah. It's like, oh, Sonic is legitimate because he has a film now. Right. Um, so to see it get such a bad reaction, mm. that was kind of nice because people had, they couldn't really support something that was so universally pushed back against. But the main criticism was how he looked. I think that was that was definitely a problem. Yeah. But I think a lot of people were putting... They were kind of 
using that right. to express all the negativity. Okay. There's definitely still a lot. Ro- there's definitely still stuff wrong with the film that hasn't been fixed and that will right. that won't be fixed. Okay. But Sonic's design was definitely like the the symbol of that. I think for me, mm-hmm. like Jim Carrey is great. We yeah. all like Jim Carrey. Yeah. I enjoy Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. And if Jim Carrey does a funny thing, mm-hmm. I in the film, I won't like you know. Right. I would laugh if it, mm-hmm. if I genuinely find it funny. But he's not Eggman. See, this is the problem though, because that is for you all about being faithful to what's come before. No, but no, I'm annoyed because I knew he was never going to. Because Eggman is not a. Eggman has an iconic design, much like yeah. Sonic. When someone says, oh, describe Eggman, you describe how he looks, mm-hmm. which, you know, is not a good way to characterize someone. Who would you cast as Eggman then? I don't know. I, I, I genuinely don't. I, Jim Carrey might not be a bad choice, but he doesn't, they haven't, apart from the end, they haven't made any attempts to make him look like the See, character. this is fanboy stuff. This is but the, no, I know. <laughs> but the thing is, I knew that, like, okay, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey's personality mm. is more famous than Eggman's personality. Right. Therefore, Jim Carrey is just going to play Jim Carrey, right. and that's exactly what we got. Yeah. So in that sense, it's just kind of like a. Well, I knew that was going to happen. What is Eggman? Eggman's kind of he's like vain and right, bum, not bumbling, but like you know, um, harumphing is he? Harumphing. Like it, it's sort of. Um... He gets flustered and like I'm evil, but oh, this thing has gone wrong and like goes red, and he's you know that's for one thing, like, yeah. oh, like an old old British man that's pissed off. Kind of, he's, he's definitely partial yeah. to that. Okay, his his vanity is definitely like the the main characteristic of him. Okay, but yeah, just his like his um, just frustration when the plan doesn't work. Okay, out and yeah. his, like you know he has he I won't. You know, I'm not going to act like he's a Travis Bickle or a Walter White, <laughs> sure. where he's just this like perfectly crafted character. Yeah. Where you're just like, oh, I know. Like, there are examples of characters where if you do something slightly wrong, it's no longer the character, right? Um, which of course Sonic and Eggman, as I said earlier, are not. Mm. But um, yeah, that's what annoyed me about Eggman. It's like, oh, he's not going to be Eggman, and he is not Eggman. Okay, um, but but you set yourself up for that, so it's interesting that you're still annoyed. Mm. Even when you knew. No, because, no, because everyone has just kind of let that go. It's like, <laughs> you know, like, oh yeah, Jim Carrey. I like Jim Carrey. It's fine that he's not the character he's supposed to be, you know? They made the hedgehog look right and they just let Jim Carrey slide. Yeah, no one seems to care. And there have been people, like, because people have done reactions to this, obviously. And there have been a lot of people who were kind of like, oh, they fixed the movie. I'm going to go see the movie now. There are people who are even, like, thanking Paramount. It's like, oh, well, right. thank you, Paramount, for listening. For right. listening. Don't thank Paramount. They signed off on it in the first place. I'm totally saying in a tweet, Paramount. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this brings up... Well, Tim Miller as well. Tim Miller. Oh, oh, thank you, Tim Miller. Tim Miller was the one who who told Sega, oh, this design, we have to make this design because your Sonic doesn't work. And then the trailer came out and they had to go to Sega or whatever happened and go like, right, we need to fix this design that we came up with. This brings up questions of artistic pandering. Yes. I... Go on. I did have one more potential pitch. Go on. Oh, pitch, right, okay. Because um, you asked me... Yeah, this is all going to be cut down. This, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry for rambling as much as I have. Um, you asked me ages ago. It was about the time that Jim Carrey had been announced, so we knew very little about the film. Yeah. We knew who was playing each character, and that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. And you said... You asked me, who do you think would be a great pick to direct a Sonic film? Right. Before I answered, you said... You suggested Lord and Miller. Yeah. Phil Lord, Chris Miller. Yeah. The more time has passed, the more I think that is kind of... For me, I think that's the perfect choice to direct a film. Yeah, knowing nothing as I do about Sonic. No. When I think of it, 
cinematically, I'm thinking Spider-Verse. Yes. That sort of yeah, that, feel, that design. That you know? feel, that energy, that sense yeah. of humour. But yeah. also the thing about Lord and Miller, as astute people will know, is they're, specifically their uh, animated adaptations. Yeah. They tell the story of the franchise just as much as they tell the story of the characters that occupy it. Right. So, like, I mean, okay, so the Lego movie, for example. Mm-hmm. The main sort of conflict of that film is the two ways that people interact with Lego. It's following the instructions versus free-form creativity. Sure. That's kind of like the point of the Lego, the yeah. main thing of the Lego movie. Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. That whole film is about answering the question, who is Spider-Man? Yep. At the beginning, it's Peter Parker, and then as the film goes on, it becomes... Miles Morales yeah. and then at the very end of the film Miles is like oh anyone could be Spider-Man sure. and that's the point of the film it's yeah. like who is Spider-Man it's sort of like a, a mild deconstruction of mm-hmm. that character Sonic I think a lot obviously people love the character and they love the games and they, they it's the memories that they have with them that have yeah. like solidified him as like a you know a feature of their, what they like mm-hmm. but I think a lot of uh, people are drawn to Sonic or a lot of people have stayed with Sonic because of like what the franchise has been through almost like the first game came out in a world where Nintendo and Mario dominated the video game market there was no Microsoft there was no Sony it was just Nintendo they owned everything Mm -hmm. Sega bring out Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic sells 15 million copies becomes the face of gaming right Mm -hmm. for about two or three years he was the first character to be represented in the Macy's Thanksgiving parade. Right. There was like a. There was like an. I've literally never seen you be more passionate. No, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> I get. The genuinely, this is why I'm like sat here going, "Don't cut it. Let's just yeah, hear, yeah, let's yeah. hear this out." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you have that. Like I can't. I f- I found a video once. I can't remember. I can't find it again. But they conducted an interview with like a series of children. I think it was in New York City in like '92. So it was about the time the second game came out, and they gave them a list of cartoon animal characters right and they said to the kids right do you know who these characters are more kids knew who Sonic the Hedgehog was Mm. than the kids who knew who Mickey Mouse was right I know that's only like a small group but that's about at the height of his fame and that's at the height of his fame but it just goes to show like more people knew who he was than Mickey Mouse or at least in this part of the world Mm -hmm. and then so obviously Sonic was riding high he was like ruling the roost it was like a real battle like Nintendo and Sega were making commercials specifically that trash-talked each other. Right. It was a real war going on between the two of them. And then the games went 3D. Mario did brilliantly. He basically wrote the book on 3D platforming and how you like game in a 3D space. Sonic comes along, the first couple are all right. Mm-hmm. Then it starts to wane a little bit. Then it starts to go down. And then it just hits the floor. Right. By 2005, 2006, Sonic is a joke. Right. People hate it. They think it's like, ridiculous. This franchise has fallen so far. Yeah. And basically since then, it's just been like a series of like peaks and troughs. Right. It's like, oh, Sonic's getting better. He's coming back. Oh, no, he's shit again. Oh, no, he's all right. He's coming back. Okay. And I think like, because the other thing Lord Miller do is they manage to tell stories about the franchise as a whole in yeah. a way that's not completely up itself. No. Yeah. The Lego movie is not pretentious. It's not like, it's clever without being pretentious. Smart It's smart. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I think that that crucially is something that they could bring to it is you could tell that story of like a, yeah. like this guy who this this hedgehog who sort of came into the world mm-hmm. on the highest of highs hit the lowest of lows and is just trying to like he's just trying to keep going now you know I'm just going to take the cocaine away from you <laughs> uh, yeah I feel I mean, like I'm talking faster as well you are you're like yeah. getting out of breath with how much you did yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry if it's this is right. hard to listen to audience 
Um, this has been great. Yeah, it's been good to see you in your element, really. Okay. Um, I like if if I was brought in as like do the Sonic film hmm. again, know nothing about it. I certainly would make it embrace the mythology. I mean, yeah. It's about him. It's not about yeah. I wouldn't slot in the human character. Yeah. One thing I'll say briefly as well: they've done that twice where they've inserted a human character in the story. Right. On both occasions, it's been critically panned. Okay. Um, so I do that and I yes I would make Eggman look like Eggman yeah so I, I do get why um, people are annoyed mm-hmm. it's more the intensity of the incense you know yes it's like just chill out get some perspective it doesn't matter if this film is bad it will not detract from your fandom of Sonic well I, now I feel like we finally move on to that because okay. you have how strong is your opinion of, of the um, all the stuff that's been surrounding the film I, well you know it's just Anything like this, I, you know, I identify, I think a lot of people would consider me a big fan of film and television, you yeah. know, just, yeah. but in general of like, I'm that guy. Yeah. Mm. And there are things that I love more than, you know, Breaking Bad, I adore, mm. but I, I personally, I never identified with this, the fanboy thing or the okay. fangirl thing. I've never had that. I've never written fan fiction about my favorite. I've postulated like, oh, if they, if they asked me to do a James Bond film or like, yes. yeah, yeah. You know, but that's yeah. the writer in me. That's not the fanboy in no, me. Yeah. And so it's kind of, I don't really get it. And I just think that it's, it, it's, it's filling a hole that should be filled with something else. Okay. And for our generation, it's the kind of hole that's filled by social justice. Right. You know, of like something to be passionate about and to fight for. And I think if the hill that you're choosing to die on is, it doesn't look like the Sonic from the games. Yeah. Just go out and breathe the fresh air. Yes. You know, and this is coming from a guy who spends most of his time watching shit. <laughs> yes. You know. Well, there was, there was of course... Go and talk um, to someone. I don't mean, I don't mean uh, professionally. <laughs> Just go and literally have a conversation with, uh, with another human being. It's hard beard. though, isn't it? It is hard, but it's sometimes worth it. Is it? Sometimes. Yes. You've met yeah. people, right? I know. I'm, mostly they're deplorable. Yeah. I, I've met a few good people. Okay. Yeah, some are Yeah, but you do a podcast with both of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, outside this room, this naught but shit, <laughs> naught but cunts. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'll be nice. I'll say another couple. <laughs> no, yeah, I am. I am just playing into the. Um, I've listened back to these podcasts, and I I know how I come across, <laughs> and so I'm ju- I've decided I'm just going to play into that from now on. Okay. Instead of trying to, uh, you know, give it any kind of to balance it out with. <laughs> to balance so, out, I'm like, just going to be a cunt and occasionally bully Jordan. Occasionally, <laughs> very occasionally, but yes. Um, but you know, in all sincerity, you and I talk a lot about film, television, mm. pop culture. I've never seen you more animated than then when you were talking about Sonic, right? Where you were struggling for breath, with how passionate <laughs> to expose. Yeah, you. I think at the other thing, like at the end as well, because I'd rambled for so long, yeah. I was trying to like get it all out in one. Yeah, it's like, oh well, I'll actually make a point. Yeah. actually make it something that you can follow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but to go back to your like uh, you were saying about like the, the reaction to mm. um, there, there was of course there was a rumour going around uh, which is not being founded may or may you know probably won't even be true right but the, the first trailer was deliberately as bad as it was right specifically so that Paramount could go okay we'll make it better and generate sort of artificially generate positive press for themselves I think that's complete rubbish because you've told me this before yeah. I think is I don't know any reason to believe that I can't think of any benefit other than the potential goodwill of oh 
they listen to our complaints. But that's exactly what's happening. People are yeah. Thank, people are thanking Paramount no, for fixing I the Sonic. Movie. I don't buy it. It's such a massively risky move for a potentially mm. positive outcome that no studio would ever do it. No. We'll deliberately make it shit. Yeah. We'll so delay we, it massively. Yeah. Yes. No way. No and way. spend money. It's, it's, only, it's a conspiracy theory. It's yeah. Not, you know. Oh, it's definitely yeah. that. But like, it was originally supposed to come out November eighth, I think. Yeah. Which is when films start coming out, I think. Is it? What do you mean? Like, what, what was <laughs> All films only come out from <laughs> November 8th onwards. If it had come out on November 8th, what would it have been competing with? Oh, right. Um, well, oscar films. Okay. Because now, again, it's kind of the American yes. Oscar releases. So coming out in February, on the surface, seems like a good move. Because January... It's on Valentine's Day, isn't it? Yeah, Valentine's yeah. Day. Like, nothing comes out around then. Mm. Except, I think Birds of Prey is coming out the same day. And there's also another film... Which is like fairly has a bit of inspiration. I gotta say, usual shitty romance movie that comes yeah, out. Yeah, January like January to April is where studios dump trash. No, that is true. Yeah. But yeah. It, you know, occasionally you get the odd good film. Oh, you do get yeah, of course. Yeah. But generally like, speaking, like January it, no great. You know, it's weird because you get the Oscar films coming out November, sort of through February. Yeah. A lot in January, the UK gets a lot of American Oscar yeah. films. Yes. Yeah. And then it sort of peters out by the end of February. And then it, you get like your leap year, <laughs> and yeah, you, you, yeah, your terrible rom coms. Um, and then summer you get the big studio movies, and then we cool down a little bit yeah. and get like British indies and that sort of thing. And then we get into award season in the winter, where you're getting some of the temple films like Star Wars, yeah. and then the the awards bait films as well. But as I pointed out as well, with you tend to find that Marvel's big film of the year tends to come out in April now. It does, yeah. Infinity War did, Endgame did, whatever the... But I think, I think Civil War starts That's it. capitalising on the vacuum, isn't it? No, oh, definitely. Speaking yeah. of which, just to hammer the nail in the coffin of Sonic. You said, like, Lord Miller would be great because they deconstruct the character. Yeah. With Sonic, mm. wouldn't it be the equivalent of, like, you get a computer and you have to deconstruct it and see all its parts, but you deconstruct Sonic and what you find is not components, but a vacuum? <laughs> Uh, well, no, because as I say, it would, you wouldn't be destruct- deconstructing Sonic as much as you'd be deconstructing the journey the franchise has taken. You'd oh, I of, see. You'd okay. be sort of like transplanting that onto Sonic. Addressing its failures and its successes. And- yeah, and just kind of exploring that and what, I don't know, whether you would make it about what that does to the character or whether right. it would just be, you know, a reflection of... You know, You're playing with fire there, aren't you? Because if you're going down the avenue of like, the film is going to be about... He maybe like he hasn't been represented correctly with with these various incarnations of him. Do you know what I mean? Maybe if well, that was the way you went, but then the film would have to be amazing because if yes. you're gonna slag off, you know, the the failures of other. Yeah. I don't know. Lego Movie did alright. Spider Man did alright. But but, but, just... they, but they weren't really Spider Man was, but Lego Movie wasn't coming off the back of like there's been years of Lego things. Yes, other than video games. But then again. I think most people were going into the Lego movie with Bad Boy. They were like, there's no way this is going to be good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and a lot was... of films have followed in its wake that are, that are trying to do that. Yes. And I think none have been successful. No. Because what else have we had? We've had the... The fucking Playmobil. The Playmobil movie, yeah. Which is I, my least favourite film of the year. Yeah. And I think it will stay that way. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's been a few like that, hasn't there? Where yeah. they've... Well, you out, out of touch with cinema, right? Yeah. How do I not know there's a plane movie? Oh, yeah. oh, do you not know? Oh, it did slip through the cracks, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking yeah. I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's so Dang. bad. It's uh, it's a musical, which I wasn't expecting, so that didn't help. Because um, I... Know, maybe you told me about this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah Annie Taylor-Joy's in it. Being, t- being told that about a musical. Yeah. Yeah, Annie Taylor-Joy's in it. The yeah. Girl from the Village. Oh... Uh. 
She's like the main character. Yeah, maybe you have told me about this. Yeah. Oh, don't watch it. <laughs> oh god, no, it'll be on par with the Emoji movie, and that's Diabolic. That's another one. Oh, that's another one. Yeah, that's another exactly, one straight yeah. do it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they're so bad. They, they are. are, they are. Um, but it's because, yeah, the Lego movie, it did have so much bad will go into it, of like, how can you make a Lego movie? Mm. And it did it well. So now it's like, it's justified all these things going, oh, we'll just try and deconstruct it's the idea of, of a toy. It's kind yeah. of Dark Knight in that respect. Not on the scale of the Dark Knight, but yeah. just this film that sort of did as well as it did and it's kind of films are now copying it but not, in the, same, got, not yeah. in the same way that films usually copy it's like tr- literally trying to be the same film yeah Christopher Nolan has a lot to answer for and I'm a big fan of Christopher Nolan yes. but with what he did with Batman which is grounded in a which you can do with Batman mm-hmm. other people they, Man of Steel they try to do it and yeah. Superman can't be brooding Superman is ridiculous yes. it's a ridiculous idea but now everyone's trying what, to do because it. he puts his glasses on and suddenly he's calm. not even that just the fact he's, <laughs> the fact he's called Superman for one you know well, what he I mean? wears his pants I mean, on the outside because listen you've got Superman you've got Batman yeah look Batman's goofy but you can kind of what they did with that was oh Bat's terrified me as a child and I'll appropriate that symbol you know and become and, what yeah. I fear and he in the film I don't think he's ever maybe called. Superman was scared by capes <laughs> That's the thing, like, in the film the first scared by red underwear <laughs> in Batman Begins at least mostly he's, he's called the Batman isn't he oh yeah which is what like the, what you would call the newspapers would call the vigilante he's yeah. the Batman Superman it's hard to really ground that in a in a like a real world they've never called him Ca- Cavill Superman has never been called Superman really I don't think he has There's even like, though the film is called Batman v Superman is he called oh no he might be called in the first it, one they don't call him oh so yeah Man, uh, Man of Steel he's not yeah. The only way you can sort of, they sort of did that with Watchmen with Doctor Manhattan. In between the chapters, there's like that newspaper th- article in it. It's, yes. Uh, the Superman is real and he's American. Yes. That's how you do it. And we've talked before about um, what we would do with Superman. Yeah. And I would try and if I had to Nolanize it. Yeah. Um, I would try and do that. Of what would essentially what would happen if uh, something that was ten thousand times more powerful than a nuclear bomb existed. What allegiance does it have? Yes. Who yeah? Who does it belong to? What does it want to fight for? Yeah. Anyway, that was digression. Okay. Were you done with Sonic? Pretty much. Is there anything we want to say? It, have you, you haven't given your thoughts on the, the controversy surrounding it. Have you, Eddie? I just... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be bothered. Uh. <laughs> I mean... Are you... Is it like... Do you support the backlash or not? I mean, I don't know everything surrounding it. Basically, so. just it didn't... It did, the original design didn't look like the game and yeah. people didn't like that that's it really okay yeah. in that regard in fairness I don't think it was just that it didn't look like it's that it looked bad in its own right as well yes in fa- I mean, mainly it's because it didn't look like it to, no, to clarify to I say so. anyone listening while we've been doing this I watched the original trailer on my laptop with the sound off right yes Okay. just to refresh my mind on yeah. what it looked like and everything like that mm. yeah it looked appallingly shite yes yeah yeah Everything about it or just the design? I mean, I mean in general, I mean, I'm going to say, I, could, I took, left the sound off because we were recording, but the, it looks like a bad film. Yeah. I can understand now what you said about it, Eggman and post-credit because it, it's thrown in at the end of the trailer. Yeah. yeah. So I can understand that. But yeah, it looks shite. It does. It, it looks flat. Yeah. Know, it looks quite Which cheap. Which the new one doesn't. The new one doesn't. And it... No, yeah, not so much. Yeah. It looks flat and it looks... Like it's had a personality bypass. Yeah. Like there's absolutely no distinctive thing about it. Yeah. It's just another film. Yeah. That's my only main concern with it going forward is that there are scenes that will be in that trailer 
which are still gonna be in the film. Yes, yes. that's the problem. Yeah, that fucking and some of those meow. Like, yeah, like like the, the what is it like the pet not the pedophile joke but like when they're standing outside the lifts. It's a pedophile joke in Sonic. No, it was like um. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> okay, we got a whole new. No, 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 no. no he's like quality. He's, he's standing outside the lift and like Sonic's in in like the sports. Park, oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, there's is she like is there a child in there? He's like, oh yeah, but it's not my child. Right. Okay. He calls Sonic a child, but she takes that. Yes. As an okay. Okay. It's not a pet. What kind of joke would you say? Other than a shit one. It's sort of. It's sort of is that. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Pedophile kidnapping. That's still going to be in there. Yeah. The humor. That's the yeah. yeah. The humor that, that is will, still going to be, still be in there unless they like recut the film. I do. I, yeah. I, I do actually wonder if they reshot it because there's a couple. They they the, reference a couple of the scenes in the new trailer from the old trailer, and they do yeah. seem to be shot slightly different. I was saying, well, there's a scene where he comes in with the gun and sees Sonic, yeah. um, James Marsden. Yeah. That looks the same. Yeah, but if you look at the background, the camera looks like it's lower, kind of looking up at Sonic, which it didn't before. The, Two, um, yeah. the other one I noticed was when he jumps out of the car to take out whatever's chasing them on the highway. In the initial trailer, trailer he jumps out the top of the truck, lands on the road, and spin dashes yeah. into it. Whereas in the new one, he kind of hangs off the back of the truck. Yeah. Which... That's not just like changing the position of a shot, that's a different shot. Yes. So I do wonder what they've done there. I want to bring us back to the idea of artistic pandering. Yes, I wanted to get back yeah. to that, yeah. I mean, your views, should the studio have responded at all? I'm just surprised they did. Okay. I would have expected them to have just gone... Um, it is what it is. Yeah, basically. Yeah. In, in you know, corporate speak, yeah, whatever yeah. the corporate speak version of that is. But yeah. Here's your shit film. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is, like, you know... This is Jeff Fowler's vision, or this is what... Yeah, it's unfortunate that the fans have responded negatively to this design, but yeah. we've really tried to honour the character with this film and all yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're taking the character in a different direction. Yeah. This is the direction we've yeah. chosen. So does that mean, then, that they're going for the idea of this will be the good video game adaptation film, or whatever you want to... To be fair, I think every every oh, yeah, film wants to be that, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, every film wants to be the by, by going back and reshooting or redoing whatever they've oh, done... Oh, I see what you're saying. They're committed to a better quality film. They're committed to trying to make it a better quality film to, because, generally speaking, video game fi- like films are bad. Yeah. yeah. I would say it was fear that motivated it. It was this immense backlash and mm. thinking, oh, God, we're, we're either gonna, no one's going to come watch it because of this or we're going to get review bombed. Yeah. I'm going to generate all this bad I think I think there was pressure from Sega as well. Because they do, there's a uh, live stream that the Sonic the Hedgehog channel do like every week or every fortnight mm. or something. And it's run by uh, the head of their marketing team. And he's been on every single live stream. The day after, the, I think it was the day after the trailer came out, they has li- had a live stream scheduled and he wasn't on it. Right. And he turned up like at the very end and he was like, oh, sorry guys, I've been in meetings sure. all day. It's kind of brushing it off. Whereas you know, they were frantically like, yeah. fucking what do we do? What yeah. the fuck do we do? Yeah. Yeah. It is fear. Change it. Fucking change yeah. it now. Because they, they even used, like, they've started using this uh, guy who, like, used to draw Sonic comics, like, on the internet, like, parody comics, who's now, like, um, he works on the character. Like, there are, like, cartoons they release alongside the games. Hmm. He, like, spearheads those. I think he's the one who redesigned the character. So I think Zega just went, like, right, here's, like, use him. You've got to think of the cost analysis as well, because they've got to try and, they've got to try and work out, right, okay, we either keep him the way he is. Yeah. The film, this, I, think, I think the film was already over budget as well. This is the before thing. this, mm. with all we either keep him like this with all the negative reception, yeah, and just kind of you know bite the bullet in terms of a lot of fans won't come see it because of that, mm. or we pour all this money into redoing it, yeah, and hopefully it will close the gap. 
Yes. And they that will bring them back. I'm not sure that the expense, whatever expense it took to redo the film, will be justified in the end. No, I don't think I so. think the film's going to be a bomb. I think, no, I really, it's not going to be commercially successful. I don't think it'll make its money back. No, but I which think is a bomb. Be, yeah, I yeah. I think it'll be more successful now, though. Uh, yeah. Yes, but ju- even just because people have heard about it because of the... Yeah, criticism. just like, yeah. oh, yeah. well, let's go see what this sort of old is yeah. about. And there will be a lot of people going to hate watch it. I yes. might go and watch it. Please don't, because I'll have to go with you, and I don't want. I to assume you're going to go. I, watch I, I, I'm, I'm not going to watch this. You have there. to go watch. I'm going to watch. I was okay. I'm streaming illegally. They're not getting any of my money. <laughs> I, I was. I was going to go and watch this. Okay, we should. Fuck. It should. It's good podcast. No, because it's going to be Valentine's Day as well, and we're going to have to go through that whole. <laughs> so we've we never it. spent Valentine's Day with anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we don't have to be so public about it. We don't go to the cinema, just the three of us. Like, ah, uh, here we are watching. We, we, Sonic. Did we literally go to the cinema on Valentine's Day once? Did we? I think so. No. <laughs> that one's yeah, right we did now. with a friend of ours. We went to see a film in the cinema. I can't remember when it was though. What film was it? I don't know, but okay. I, I I remember you, me, and another friend going to watch a film on Valentine's. I know Day. there was like way back when we were in school. We uh, made a film on Valentine's. We made Day. a film on yeah. Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. Duel. You've seen Duel. Uh, yeah. In the freezing cold. In yeah. the freezing cold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but artistic pandering. It's Where do you stand on it? Should should they have done it at all? Um. Well, no, no, okay. I don't think they should have. No, I agree. Um, but also, where does it end? Nothing, I'm just surprised. Like, yeah, I'm just surprised. Because, like, this design, it must not have been, like, done. Mm. Or it must have, like, they hadn't done the CG. Yeah. Because Suicide Squad is the last example I can think of where a studio started to change, like, radically change a film based on audience reception. But even then, it wasn't the case of audiences going, oh, we hate this, please change it. No. They responded well to the Queen trailer. And Warner Mm. Brothers went, oh, maybe we should make this funnier. Yeah. You need to have, I mean, these films, you know, Marvel, DC, all that sort of, it is just about making as much money as possible, yeah. so it's pleasing as many people as possible. Yeah. But you need to have the courage of, of you, if you're an artist, you yeah. need to have the courage of your convictions, and it's, you don't like it or you do, Yeah. it's what I did, it is what it is, I'm not yeah. going to, this isn't a, uh, this, this isn't a debate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I make the product and you watch it or you don't watch it, it's as simple as yeah. that. It's like the Black Mirror thing, you know, where you, you could choose... I know that's part of the gimmick, but you could choose the ending or whatever. Oh, Bandersnatch, yeah. Bandersnatch. And I just, I'm worried about things genuinely going more in that direction, where it's about, oh, there are five ways this film could end, and you pick the, the one um, you want. Red Letter Media did a joke about that recently, didn't did they? they? In their most recent Half in the Bag, they did right. like a catch-up of 2019. Right. And they make a joke about, like, the new one, Rise of Skywalker, yeah. how you have to do a sur- you do a survey beforehand, and they tell you which cinema to go to, depending on which ending they're going to show. But I, I don't think and that's... If that was the case, I, nah. I no. don't think that's unrealistic, is the thing. Maybe yeah. it's a bit extreme. It was but extreme, I do see definitely. more and more things being made where, like, it's a TV show, and yeah. click to... And it'll, be, it'll be on companies like Netflix. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Be, yeah, yeah. But that is the way Disney, everything's going Disney out. Will throw well, one out. Disney Plus. Yeah. Disney, they have Disney, Disney Plus now. Disney Plus will throw one out, so HBO will throw one out. Yeah. So then Netflix will do it, Amazon yeah. will do it, and then be, the whatever the BBC UK one is now, yeah. mm-hmm. they'll be like, oh shit, we got to do one. Things art. I know it seems like to call television that, yeah, but it is art, right? Yeah. Now, now it's definitely art. Art is alive, but it's static. That's the way art is. Mm, it's okay. vibrant. But it is what it is. Right. Art in this conversation isn't a conversation. And, okay. Unless you're collaborating and, you know, okay. when you collaborate. But in terms of the audience, the, the producer and the audience, mm. as far as I'm concerned, there's no conversation to be had there. Do you know what I mean? Whatever the artists, like the artists makes all the decisions and whatever they make stays. Is that your yeah. case? Yeah. Okay. 
I know you're I, like, I, you don't. I'm saying to be to be fair, I mean I enjoyed that Bandersnatch. Right. Mainly just because it was something different. Yeah. Mm. But if someone came in to my a film I'd written mm-hmm. and started playing around with it. Yeah. But that's what I would be like. Well, what the fuck are you doing? But that's, that's what like, producers like, do, though. That's yeah, like the, the, the idea is, of a producer is they yeah. just come in and fuck it up. Yeah, ultimately, unless it's a, a novel. Yeah. But even then, or or a piece of art, you know, an artwork. Mm. There is always going to be an art is is a compromise. Yes. A, a piece of art is a compromise. Mm. It's it's what everyone has agreed to do. You yeah. Know what I mean, and sometimes you get filmmakers that are just are so revered that it's untampered with, basically. So it essentially is there. Yes. Thing. But it's all a collaboration. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, writing a film and the producer comes in and says, I want a different ending. You can have a conversation about how you, you're both happy. Yeah. But I think as far as the audience is concerned, they should have no imprint upon what you do. Okay. Because at the end of the day, the, the thing that everyone, artists, writers always say mm. is you have to please yourself. You have to write what you think is funny, what you would want to watch. Yeah. What you think is valuable. Otherwise, what is the point? Yeah. What is the point? Yeah, I mean, compromise is nothing new for Sonic. Right. Sonic, the games have done that, where yeah. fans have gone, we want this, and then they've yeah. made a game that is that kind of. Yeah. Um, but in the world of film, it's certainly not something that... But it's not, it's not I can't, you can't even call it a compromise, really, because they released a tease of what the product was. Yeah. The product existed. Yes. It's the equivalent of, like, it's a relation, relationships are all about compromise, but how do, are we both kind of happy? Mm. This is an abusive one. They just they presented something. Yeah. The audience has hit them, and they've gone, yeah. "Oh, I'll change then." Yeah, yeah. This isn't a healthy relationship. Yeah, you know. Well, maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe Paramount just went ready for the for the Sonic fan base. No, the Sonic fan base. All, their, all of yeah. their uh, all their reputation. Okay, imagine yeah. if it turned out that Endgame had actually been like completely reshot because of, after they killed everyone in Infinity War, they were like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah. Oh, we can't kill off all the characters and try and survive. Fuck, we've got to do this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And they're just like phoning up, like all of them going, Yeah, can I need you back. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta actually shoot a scene where you're alive. The, <laughs> the, I suppose the main question to ask in mm. regards to this is is the this controversy surrounding Sonic about the design re- re- shape being sure. changed, is that now going to set a precedent going forward? Do you think audiences are now going to try and be a part of the film's production? And do you think all the, uh, the studios are going to give into it? I think this it's pretty unique to Sonic, I will say, okay. because there is a pre-existing fan base that, as you said, is very the can't be pleased and a very that's def- yeah that's their yeah. reputation yeah. yeah and a very vocal yes and so I, I don't necessarily think a studio is trying to guess what most people want yeah that's what a studio does yeah. yeah I don't think this will necessarily lead to all of a sudden surveying people what would you like to see because mm. they sort of do that in test screenings you know, yeah. they'll play a film like oh the audience nobody liked the bit where this character died yeah. so we'll reshoot it so this ca-. that does exist mm. but even well, Suicide that Suicide Squad, Squad was um, yeah. the prime example of that of just yeah. being test screened into oblivion test screenings they're, they're just you know artistic shit. cancer yes you know what were you saying Sorry. Said, uh, you said Suicide Squad and I went and it was still shit and it was still, it was still shit, shit after all yeah, yeah. Well, mean, it was, it was like, like 10 different films yeah, who, was, who, who directed that? David Ayer. I'm sure it was David Ayer that said, without trying to actually say it, was talking about like things being changed mm. after it was like out of his control. Um, was, uh, is this after the fact or during the? No, this is uh, this is promotion? after this is after the. Fact. Okay, right. So this is something he's talked about. Yeah. So I do. I did wonder because 
Suicide Squad is a very terrible film. Mm. Were, it not where, for, were it not for Batman v Superman, it'd be the worst film of that year, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, that, 2016. That was a bad film. Yes, it was. I, I couldn't finish it. I got two hours in, I just Martha. had to stop. <laughs> nah, that, that, yeah, that film needed to fuck off. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, 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 there was a part of me that wondered. The Suicide Squad did all right in terms of getting a good trailer out. And, I, like, there are things in it, and, I, and there's always been the conversation about how much of the Joker scenes were left on the cutting room floor and mm. all that. Whether there is a completely different Suicide Squad film that was made that was actually all right, and then someone went, nah, we're going to do this to it. Well, you had the original film, then you had the the version they wanted to make based on the Queen trailer. Yeah. Like, oh, let's make it funnier. And you just have that, like, bumping up against each other. They just didn't fit, did they? Yeah. I about I will jump back into this conversation. Okay. Let's go. I'm I'm in pre-production conversations. I see. Okay. He's lying. He's Teaser crazy. frog on our Christmas film. Oh yes, we at Fun Limited. <laughs> yeah. We're making other things now. We're yeah. trying to, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. We're at the watch this space. Yeah. We'll we'll be bringing out a film for Christmas. Take that out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk a bit about um, Martin Scorsese and yes. what he said about okay. um, yeah. Marvel films. Can you get me the exact quote on your laptop? Uh, Martin Scorsese. I couldn't spell his surname to save my life. Uh, yeah, so Martin Scorsese was in an interview about his new film, The Irishman, and he, he was asked about Marvel films and what he thought about them. I mm. think it might have been a completely, complete non sequitur, but... He said, many of the elements that define cinema as I know it are there in Marvel pictures. What's not there is revelation, mystery, or genuine emotional danger. Nothing is at risk. Now, he wrote a piece for the New York Times which expounded on that a bit. Yeah, but that, yeah that's yeah. from that. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's, what from, asked, that's yeah. from that op-ed. Yeah, okay, yeah, right, right, yeah. Okay. Um, right, in which case, his basic premise is that he has nothing against Marvel films, but they're the cinematic equivalent of um, an amusement park where they're roller coasters that you can go on with the family and they're fun, but there's no real danger. There's no real, you know, mm. nothing is really at risk. Um, and similarly to Sonic, there's been a massive backlash against this mm-hmm. uh, from Marvel fanboys and just general idiots. Mm. Um, <laughs> he said kindly. Yeah. Uh, well, one and the same to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're basically s- saying that what he said is um, disgusting and that Marvel <laughs> films are cinema. Right. Because they do have genuine emotional beats because Tony Stark dies. Yes. What do we think about that? He's in the next Marvel film, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah, what do, what do we think about that, that general comment about Marvel films aren't cinema? We briefly discussed this uh, before we started rec- recording. Mm-hmm. And I said, whether you define it as... It's whether you define it as cinema is one thing. Yeah. But it is in the last year mm-hmm. up until I went to see... Joker, which again, it's yeah. it all writes a superhero film. Mm-hmm. Those were the only films I had seen in the cinema, right? Because I went, I went to see Captain, both Captain Marvel and Endgame in cinema. That before that, the previous film I would have seen would have been Marvel, I think. Right? Are you saying you only go to see like big Marvel releases there? It sort of feeds into his point, really, because I think the broader point he's making is that for filmmakers coming up now, yeah. it's a very inhospitable environment because there's there's less and less room for uh, indies uh, yeah, to be yeah. screened in cinemas because they're just being yeah. you know, pushed so, aside by the which, big blockbusters. You know, given that 
like films like The Rise, which is a yeah. film I watch, which I only saw because we went on our course. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have known about the film otherwise. I wouldn't have no. already paid attention to it otherwise. Which ties sort of into my point. I was making the point earlier about um, expanding your palette. And like, you know, all jokes aside, you know, I am I, I am relatively serious about, I think, adults should watch adult films. Yeah, not, okay. not adult films, but you know. Mature um, I mean, films. If you want to watch adult films too. Yeah, you do that too if you want. Uh, but I can recommend a few if you want. <laughs> no. I'm not saying that you're like, the people who like Marvel films are philistines because as you said you wouldn't have seen it you wouldn't have seen the rise but because we all went to see it as part of a course thing you did see it i don't think that most people are beneath the kind of films i'm talking about or wouldn't get them or wouldn't appreciate them they're just never exposed to them and part of the reason they're never exposed to them is because the market is dominated by these blockbusters like i think you show a lot of people films like I mean, it's not like these films are even particularly obscure, but like Eternal Sunshine, The Spotless Mind, mm. or No Country for All Men. Mm. They're not, they're going to like them. A lot of people are. Yeah. yeah. They just never, it never enters their, you know, their field of vision. It doesn't enter their consciousness because, yeah. you know, you're, people only have so much attention. Yeah. And if you're not into film and television, you're only going to really see the big releases. Yeah. Mm. And that's unfortunate because it means that the better films are kind of shouldered out, you know? Mm. Yeah. Well, so if, in fact, actually, the only other films I can think of which I know that I've seen in the cinema yeah. in, in the last year would be films that were up for Oscars. So, yeah. you know, that's kind of the categories I've fallen into. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went, you know, say I went to see Captain Marvel. Didn't particularly enjoy Captain Marvel. No. It was useful to have seen before Endgame, but I probably didn't have to. Was it? Because mm-hmm. I didn't see Captain Marvel. I didn't feel particularly lost during Endgame. No, just useful to set up the character. Oh, I see. You know, yeah. in, ter- in terms She's of... She's in it, though. She turns up, she fucks off. That's pretty much... No, I know. And, but it, it was useful to know who she was. She's in Endgame a lot less than I think most people probably expected. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I broadly prefer, but if you're going to introduce a character right before the big finale, you'd think they'd have more of a role, you know? Yes. But, it, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what the... Is there an... Is there, was there a sequel announced for that? Uh, not that I'm aware no, of. No, I don't think so. It might be, though. Oh, no, I don't uh, know. I genuinely don't know. Phase 12. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I didn't particularly enjoy, enjoy going to see that. Mm-hmm. Whereas I enjoyed watching The Rise one week. And yet, I'll watch these sort of big Hollywood dims. And a lot of the time, I don't really enjoy them. But it's what I'll go and see them because it's like, oh, this is what everyone's going to be talking about. This is what everyone else is going to And it's also what people want to go and see as well. Yeah. You know, like the films I would want to go to the cinema to see. I. There are very few people that I would be able to find to go with me to the well, I think the best example I have of that... Also, mm. very few cinemas you, you'd find those films as well in exactly. some cases. Yeah. yeah. I think the best example of that is, I think it was you two and another friend mm. went to see Spotlight. Sure. The mm. exact same day I went to see Deadpool and I bumped into you. Oh, yes. Both come out of the cinema. Yeah. I remember that. I remember walking out of... The theatre after watching Spotlight. And of course, Spotlight in itself is a great film, but the film ends with just a list of... um, Places. All of the places where... um, For anyone who doesn't know, Spotlight's about uh, the... You know, scandal in the Catholic Church with Mm -hmm. priests and whatnot. And it's listing all the places where it's believed or known this activity... Where it's known. Where it's known. And it lists off basically like every country in the world. Essentially. Essentially. And you just come out of it with this just sense of like, oh, well, God, that's just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you feel like you've kind of learned something or yeah. experienced something and we walked out of the cinema and there's just a queue out of the screening for Deadpool yeah there's snaking around the cinema and you're just like oh, you know and I was in that queue and you were in that queue 
Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, you know, I don't no. like Deadpool, but I don't begrudge people for going but it's, to see it. But no, no, that's the thing. It's balance, isn't it? It's yeah. balance because you've got the people who only watch, uh, like, obscure films and will not make any concession to popularity are hipsters yes. or are pretentious or, you know, just have this idea that if it's popular, it can't be good. Mm. Which yeah. I think is how I have been thought of by some people over the years. Despite the fact Fair that enough. like films like The Dark Knight are amongst my favourite. Yeah. Um, but then you get people who only watch your Deadpools and your Avengers and stuff like that. When they are exposed to something that requires a bit more patience, mm-hmm. they are bored instantly because they're not being satisfied in right. the moment all the time. And so they just have no patience for something that takes its time. Yeah. yeah. And that's the biggest... Social media is obviously part of it, but how our attention spans have become so whittled down mm-hmm. um, that when you're presented with something of merit, it's boring. Yeah. Why is nothing happening? Yeah. It's because you're used to the the fast food of Iron Man and Captain America and it's lasers and it's, you know, yeah. you're being, your senses are being overloaded with all this stuff happening on the screen. But when it's just like a 30 second shot of a puddle, <laughs> well, come on, and you start like shaking. Or it's, um, you see people's, their legs shaking. Yeah. Like, how know, long is that? I haven't seen it, but in, in a ghost story, how long is that scene with the, where she's eating the pie? Yeah. Oh, 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 it's, it's, like, it's long. It's long. long. That is too long, I would say. <laughs> like, I get it's intention, but like, you picked an example where, I think it is indulgent. Right, okay. But yes, like that sort no, of thing. It, but yeah. again, weirdly enough, with a ghost story, that's kind of why I love it because it's overly indulgent for, and it feels like for absolutely no reason other than just watching it. But I get the sense yeah. it's, it's kind of a mood piece more than anything. It is. A ghost story. It is, yeah. yeah. So yeah, plot and action isn't really at the forefront of a ghost story. No, no. Um, but this thing with cinema, like cinematic is a kind of loaded term in a sense, isn't it? You have, when mm. I say the word cinematic, a certain... You think of sweeping vistas. Yes, you think yeah. of like an artfully constructed, wide, uh, establishing shot yeah. of like a desert or a mountain or yeah. something, which don't typically appear in, in Marvel films. No, know? and I think for me, obviously it is, it, it is subjective. Like mm. they are part of cinema, yeah. like literally. Mm. Yeah. But when I think of the word cinema, it's the equivalent of you've got books and then you've got literature. Yeah. Do you know mm. what I mean? You've got films and then you've got cinema. Yeah. And cinema is like, it's the canon of that art form. It's something that's contributing to the yes. art form. Mm. So Marvel films, they're not contributing to the art form. You say what you want about them, but they're not advancing the art form. They're not advancing it. No. They're certainly contributing. There's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. They're shaping it in a certain way. Yeah. Well, everybody's yeah. trying to do it. Because if you'd have told me, if you'd have told me the Black Panther would have been up for an Oscar. Yeah. You know, there's a part of me half expecting Endgame to be up. Yeah, obviously what Black Panther, I was thinking about this earlier, what Black Panther had going for it though is its is its racial component. Yeah. That's why it was nominated. Yeah. But, that, but that's, okay, that's another addendum to my argument, which is the fact that Bla- the release of Black Panther was considered essentially a civil rights milestone Yeah, is ridiculous. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, good. Yeah, there there is a superhero film with basically an entirely black cast. Mm. Good. It's not. It hasn't pushed anything forward. There were there were superhero films with black leads before it. There will be after it. Yeah. You know, they were black ensemble films that I'm saying Blade did really a, well. Blade is a good example. Um, yeah, Blade yeah, being yeah. a good example. He was the first Marvel superhero yeah, on screen. Yeah. Like, you know, people now. I mean, when it eventually comes out, people will will associate. I think more. With the fact that Mahershala, how you pronounce his name? Yeah, Mahershala Ali. Ali yeah. yeah, they'll associate more with him taking on the role of Blade. Yeah, than they will. Uh, where's it? It's Wesley Snipes. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
And I genuinely reckon it probably won't be as good a film. No, no. But that's the thing, like, being wrapped up in the, you know, low attention span, all that sort of stuff. The fact that this generation can consider Black Panther a milestone, it kind of just shows a poor grasp of history, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, it was the first mainly black superhero movie. That is true. But the fact that it is considered as held as high in in as high regard as it is yeah um it's like no we achieved we have achieved all this stuff yeah this isn't a big you know yeah they, just... they're acting like it's the first black film basically ever to be nominated yeah, for an oscar yeah, yeah which is bullshit Sidney poitier winning an oscar was a milestone yeah the first black person to win an oscar you know yeah back when there was still segregation yeah yeah that's a milestone mm. martin luther king malcolm x they're milestones yeah black panther is not a milestone no no, no it's not um, it's like with with Brie Larson, her whole her her whole rant about um, there not being enough diversity or balance in gender balance in film criticism. Yeah, it's like that doesn't. What does that achieve? If yeah. like all of a sudden half yeah. of all the critics in the world are women, what are we what are we? Achieving? But especially with you know I mean, talk the gender argument about there should be fifty percent of women in the workplace, all that sort of thing. Yeah, ignoring basically all of that and just bringing it down to the idea that. There's the idea, isn't it, that women are kind of... They're, they're barred entry because it's patriarchal. That's the general idea. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So more men are in the sciences and stuff like that because it, there's a patriarchal attitude. and it, it, oh, it kind right, of, yeah. Okay. That's, Glass ceiling, all that. Yeah, yeah that's okay. the idea. But surely film criticism, I, I don't think you could argue for, oh, it's such a male... Do- like, you know, yeah. it's such a masculine thing. Yeah. That I mean, art is a feminine form, mm. just in and of itself. Yeah. Yes. And so the idea that, like women aren't being there should be more female critics mm. the solution to that has to just be more individual women wanting to be film critics yeah definitely more men want to be film critics than women fact yeah obviously and also you know we live in the age of the internet if you want to be a film critic just start yes, doing do it. critiques yeah. yeah do it the only thing that a movement like this you know by saying like oh we want more women in criticism mm. all you can really do there is like big all women are in criticism Sorry? All women are in criticism. But I see what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, like, you know, big companies yeah. who do who happen to do film reviews yeah. would hire more women. Yeah. But, yeah, if you're a woman and you want to do film criticism, just start a channel on YouTube or start a column. There's yeah. literally someone we... Well, you, you, we, she lived opposite me in uni, but you you did meet her a few times. Okay. She started a film, a film review blog. Right. That's fairly alright for itself. Okay. And, you yeah. know, she just went up and did it. Like, Yeah. Right. I remember in university, because of course university is just the, the worst when it comes to this kind of oh, yeah. shit. Yes. yes. And I don't wanna I don't want this to be taken as like a oh he's providing this example and you know, therefore he thinks it's all like this. Mm. It's just one example to think of. But we were I think it was the end of our second year, we were doing like a group project that involved everybody on the course. We were making one short film mm. that everyone was involved in. So, you know, we needed, like, writers and directors and camera people, lighting people, makeup people. Yeah. A lot of people on the course, they don't want to be, like, you know, lighting people. They came yeah. on to be, like, cinematographers and stuff. Yes. But you had to fill those roles. And our lecturer, our course leader, in fact, she was very, you know, feminist, uh, feministic and, like, you know, oh, women, you know, women need to mm-hmm. do more things. And she was just, like, in, she had the class assembled one day and was like, right, I want the women women don't be afraid to take like the directing role or the cinematography role mm. I want you to feel like you can take these roles yeah and most of the girls were like I'm fine doing makeup genuinely and there's a degree of social engineering in it because there was well I the year I wasn't in with you yeah 
um, there were a, a few female scriptwriters, mm. and one of them had written a script at one point that had a male lead. And one of the lecturers said, "You're young. Why aren't you writing women? Yeah, you're a young woman." Mm. And it's sort of like if you're approaching that from you know what it is to be a young woman, so why don't you lend your personal yes. thing to? Fair enough. But it, what you can tell it wasn't that it was. We've got all these guys writing scripts about guys. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What? What's enough? It was a female writer. What does she need? To, yeah. She has to write exclusively female. It, it, but then, all that doesn't make sense to me. Um, no, and I don't want. I don't want reductive people listen to listen to this and go, oh, you know, um, they gave those example. You know, they because he had this one experience where the girls were happy doing makeup. Mm-hmm. All women don't want to be directors and no. it's silly it's not like that at all but it also doesn't work the other way around it's not like all no. women want to be directors all women want to no. occupy these like like very public roles or be like the spearhead like some of them are just happy filling roles that women are accustomed to you know, if women historically have been associated with and if you open that floodgate you have to open it all the way in the sense of you know okay so in STEM fields there are a lot fewer women than men yeah. maths hard sciences mm, yeah okay but then when it comes to um, medicine, mm. it's disproportionately female. Yes. Okay, so we have to redress that balance as well then. Because it's either all no, no, fair. No, because no, 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 you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, I know. No. This is the idea, isn't it? That yeah. We are in the we are the worst. Well, not you so much, but me and Jordan. <laughs> are the, in the, we tick all the boxes of oppression. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? We are patriarchy to a T. To a T. Yeah. yeah. Don't leave it at that. <laughs> Don't let that be the point. <laughs> So after uh, Scorsese said those things about Marvel, uh, Kevin Feige has responded, and this is what he has said. Um, I think that's not true. I think it's unfortunate. I think myself and everyone who works on these movies loves cinema, loves movies, loves going to the movies, loves to watch a communal experience in a movie theatre full of people. Let's just take that paragraph. That might be true. That doesn't make it cinema. It's interesting that he, um, Scorsese uses the word cinema, whereas he uses the term movies. He does say cinema as well. Oh, does he? Yeah. Okay. Loves cinema, loves movies. I see. Okay. Um, but this is the thing. This is all predicated on the assumption that Martin Scorsese was saying these things as a slight against Marvel. Yeah. Was he? No, not, not really. No, because people are taking him saying they're not cinema as him diminishing those films. Which is an insult to those films. Which, yes, they, they are taking it as an insult to, yes. to dare claim that they're not cinema. But it's not, is it? Because he's not... Um, no, he's saying it's different. Yeah, they're he's, different he's not saying like, oh, there's no place for Marvel. No, he's, he's say, not saying that it's not... No, Scott says he's saying that he, he sees this artistry in those films. Yeah. And he appreciates what they are, he said, but they're not cinema. It, and we saw a little interview where he said... I used to think long-form television was cinema. Yeah. The Wire, things like that. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. But it's not. And that doesn't diminish long-form television no, at all. It's no, just no. a different experience. What was yeah. Like, there are people I know who would have argued that when the modern version of Sherlock came out, because they were as long as they were, right. you could have gone, oh, well, that was, it's shot cinematically. Sure. Yeah, no, but, it was feature And they were yeah. on a half, yeah, yeah. 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 But it's not. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not. He also elaborates on the fact that the Marvel output has run the gamut of genres. Has it? Um, run the gamut of genres. Well, there, there's action. There's, there's action. There's action. And there's superhero film. Yes. And then, and then there's some action. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what he means by that, really. The gamut of genres. Does yeah, he mean that, oh, means. Iron Man's like, it's a bit sci-fi technological. Might Guardians be. is like hard sci-fi. It might be that. But there were superhero movies. And that um, Guardians is just outright comedy, whereas... Yeah, okay, it's a comedy. Thor is a comedy. Before that, it was like a Shakespearean drama. Yeah. No, I remember um, when I found out that the new Doctor Strange was going to be a horror. Yeah, the multiverse. Which which I'm doubting slightly, because I've seen the the clip from Comic-Con, 
He said it's going to be the first scary Marvel film. It's not going. He to doesn't be that. say it's horror. He says it's scary. No way in hell is yes. going to be a horror. But film. like that, because I remember thinking, oh wow, the Marvel Marvel film is venturing outside of its you know yeah. its usual thing. So if he was including that in the you know oh it's right yeah. gambler genres, I'd understand. But yeah, broadly they're yeah. either they're all superhero films in different masks. Yeah, appropriately. they're either funny action yeah. films or they're serious action films. Yes, really, basically. Yeah. Um, we did Civil War. We had our two most popular characters get into a very serious theological and physical altercation. <laughs> okay. What do we think about that? Uh, well, the Civil War was cinema because it had... Because it, it was a debate. No, but it was, though, because there were genuinely people who were arguing on both sides of whether Iron Man was right or whether Captain America was right. But this, to me, see, this just shows that he's, no offence to Kevin Feige, a bit of a thick, a bit of a thick fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Because, no offence. No offence, yeah. He says, we are too much public characters getting to a very serious theological and physical altercation. Does he know what theological means? Theological means religious. He right. means ideological. Oh, I see. Okay. Or philosophical, if you could extend it to that. Right, okay. At most, it's philosophical. It's basically ideological, not even that, because it's so shallow. Mm. It's certainly not theological. A theologian is someone who studies religious texts. Right, okay. Marvel is basically a religion nowadays, though, and there's people... I don't think I, he's that self-aware, though. <laughs> no, no, I know. There's definitely a religion of Marvel, isn't there? Oh, yeah, probably will be, yeah. We killed... Yeah, Iron Man is the Christ figure, isn't it? Yeah. We killed half of our characters at the end of the movie. <laughs> and then you pull them back to life in the next <laughs> fucking film. I think it's fun for us to take our success and use it to take risks. And go in different places. Oh, big risks. Big risks, Mr. Feige. Big risks. The biggest so, risk they've taken is a year where, you know, within the canon, half the characters have died, but that everyone knew was coming back. Yes. That was the biggest risk they've taken. No, surely the biggest risk they've taken is finally doing a Black Widow movie. Yeah. Because, you know... Oh, no, Guardians of the Galaxy. That was a big risk. Big risk, yeah. Yeah, big risk. Pouring money into a sci-fi action movie that, that's funny. Yeah. Risk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> big risk. What would sincerely be... Iron Man. Iron Man was a risk. Yeah, what would sincerely be a risk? Oh, I'd be taking, kind of had risk to it. Taking one of those characters and, and doing a proper, mature, you know, it's just about, like, the psychological whatever. Yeah. Um, and there's no action in it. That would be a risk. I'm not saying they should do that. But that would be a risk. Mm. Um, no, I was just like, I, I imagine uh, some people would argue Iron Man 3 is that. There's action in Iron Man 3, but it is about Tony Stark's, like, PTSD um, from New It's York. not, though, is it? But I mean, like, a proper right. human drama, you know? Okay. Um, despite Scorsese's lack of love for most superhero filmmaking, Feige also understands that the love of cinema is... This is from the Empire article, by the way. Okay. The love of cinema is subjective and harbours no ill will towards the man. And then this is Feige. Everybody has a different definition of cinema. Everybody has a different definition of art. Everybody has a different definition of risk. Some people don't think it's cinema. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Everyone is entitled to repeat that opinion. Everyone's entitled to write op-eds about that opinion. And I look forward to what will happen next. But in the meantime, we're going to keep making movies. Okay. See, it was like humble yeah. until that ending. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, it's all it's all different. But, you know, I make, I make fucking billions, mate. Yeah. My, my, that's what he's saying. Oh, yeah. That's what he's saying. 100%. Um, he's talked about The Eternals, which is the, one of the new films coming out. Yeah. Which Chloe Zhao is the, uh, for whom, for which Chloe Zhao is the director. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's a very big movie. It's a very expensive movie. Like that means anything. Therefore, cinema. This film's expensive. Yeah. And we're making it because we believe in Chloe Zhao's vision and we believe in what those characters can do. And we believe the need to continue to grow and evolve and change and push our genre forward. Mm. That's risk of error. Now, in the same breath, he said that Marvel has done 
every genre. Mm-hmm. It's on the gamut of genres. But they have to push their genre forward. Yes. So is it a superhero genre? Or is it this this infinite pool, as he seems to imply? Yes. Also, how uh, much do we believe um, Feige when he says, oh, we believe, I believe in the director's vision, when how many directors have they lost over the course of yeah. the cinematic universe? Yeah, exactly. Edgar Wright included. Yeah. You know, it's not... He wasn't like a jobbing director. He's like, you yeah, know, yeah. director and creator of one of the most iconic British films of... Well, a, yeah. a couple of the most iconic British films yeah. of all time. Yeah. 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 Uh, right, have we said everything that needed to be said? Uh, Chats? Yeah, I feel it's been a pretty successful podcast. Yeah. yeah. We've talked a lot, we? Okay. In that case, uh, we will see you next time. Sayonara! Sayonara.